fucking queen. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live in the garage. I can't do it. I can't do a radio show. Will you please play the old sports song? My goal in life is to like break out of prison and open for Van Halen. There's a fridge full of this Welch's grape soda if anybody wants some. When I'm not picking on my gut, I'm listening to that's Midwest fucking Europe. I don't give a fuck. Get the fuck out. This is my show. I said, oh. R-I-A-M, that's my name from the other end. Hey everybody, this is Killing a Neutron. No, you just suck on it. Fuck the audience. The What's your favorite radio station? Live from the garage. What kind of psycho walks into this shit? Don't drink Seagram's Escapes. One pound feet! It's gonna ever keep me down. Live from the garage. I saw The Grateful Dead twice. You are listening to Live from the Barrage. For some reason this reminds me of when Slim Goodbody came to my school. You are full of shit. Let me do my show, for Christ's sake! Makes sense to me. <laughs> What's wrong with you, people? Hey, John Hulan, fuck you. I am so sick of this intro. I want to throw up every time I hear it. I'm so sick of it. I've had it. I've had it. I've had I it with. Throw up every time I see you, John Hulan. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> I've had it with. Uh... <laughs> Thank you, Fat. I've had it with everything. I've had it with Dave Harrison's annoying voice. Tell me what burns you up, John. I'll tell you what grinds my gears, my friend. <laughs> you haven't seen the guy in three years, and he's still fucking complaining every oh, week. God, I don't know why. What I did to make that guy hate me, but whatever. Who hates you? I don't think he. Hates I don't know. Me. I think Dave Harrison hates me for some re- weird reason. No, he he's you. just a funny guy that way. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, don't sweat uh, it. Don't yeah. sweat it. You know, I love you, and that's all that fucking matters. That's Pat, right, Ryan. Pat Thank loves you. you. Jody uh, yeah. has some sort of admiration for you. Fair, I'm not sure bit, what's going on bit. there. But. He's fair to middling. Jody, <laughs> Jody but brought me funny bones. she keeps showing up, so she doesn't hate you, that's for sure. Right, right. I come here to get a contact line. <laughs> <laughs> She's always very pleasant when she shows up. Thank you, Jody, for joining us today. I appreciate it. Thank very you much. for having me here. Anytime. Good to have you. Uh, we're back here live from the Broad on Radio Nope. We'd like to thank Tree Void and his fantastic show, Preemptive strike. Pat refusing to (laughs) do the preemptive strike. Jody jumped in. I want to let her have it. It's a different effect, I think, this week. Hey, hey, uh, it's preemptive strike, everybody. And uh, so that's Tree's preemptive strike. He did all Can songs, the band Can. Jody, you're familiar with the band Can? Uh, Yes, I am. Very sad. Jackie died. Oh, who's Jack? Because I don't know anything about Can. He uh, he was their drummer, and he uh, sounded like a machine. Right. So, and what kind of band is Can? Because I don't think I've listened to one Can. I, I don't know. I don't know anything. They were German progressive rock, I guess. I don't know. You think, would like them, actually. Yeah, yeah. I think you would yeah. like them quite a bit. Actually, John, I believe bar. you have heard some Can songs because okay. way back when the earth was still cooling and all those kids used to break dance in the subway. Yeah. They would play Kraftwerk's Trans Europe Express, right? And they would also play Vitamin C by Can. Oh, I see. So okay. I, I feel like if you heard Vitamin C, you'd be like, "Oh, I know that." You know, the kids used to you know, do the egg spins in front of my house. That's, that's when it goes do hushed, meshed, right? No, that's oh, uh, that's Trans Am. Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, today we have an exciting show. By the way, thank you, Ryan, for coming in. We have Ryan, Tommy Rockstar, walking in. Patrick Walsh and Jody Shapiro here. Uh, of course, Mario coming in later, and uh, my friend Pete is going to stop by and hang out. Oh, cool! It's fucking cold out here. It is. It's very snowing. Cold. It's is it? 
A little bit. Flaking. Snowing. Dandruff. And uh, I'm on my last cigarette. Nice timing, Tommy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the contraband has arrived. A little box of ziti. Are those cigarettes from Mexico? None of your business. There's 20% tax on that. All right. And uh, we have an exciting show okay. because at 9 o'clock, this is very exciting. Real we have exciting. Phil- Philip Manley from uh, Trans Amp. Yeah. And the fucking champs. Yeah. And Life Coach. Yeah. And uh, how do you pronounce that other band, uh, Jody? Oneida. 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 Rammstein. I have all, all the music from these Oneonta. bands. Why do you keep pointing at me? What? I got a mic. He's producing. Yes, you do. No, I don't. I well, hear I hear you. Uh, you have no That's why we show up early. Yeah, come on, I am Tommy. early. We you have to show equipment. up early and fix your uh, headphones. I can't fix it on the air. I cannot. <laughs> Still mad. Now you got to touch everything and screw up everyone's <laughs> yeah, headphones. Just turn everything off. Take a different pair of goddamn headphones. Then. Okay, hey, I'm good. Can you hear me? I think I'm good now. Okay, yeah. 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 He's pointing and pointing and pointing. I have your mic up. Try me he walks in. He's he throws all his fucking notes in the bar and a cartron of cigarettes. I'm under a lot of stress. He crawls behind the fucking bar, banging on the fucking bar the whole time. Uh, you didn't he's crawling hear shit. Past. Then he goes over, and then he, now he wants to monkey with the cables. Yeah. So what's up, hey, Mo, boo. out there in uh, Radio Land? Thank you for joining us on the chat box, and we're happy and very excited to welcome at nine at the nine p.m. Eastern time hour, about fifty minutes from now, we'll be talking to Phil Manley on the phone. Excited for that. Yeah, very excited. If the show's still on the air. <laughs> if the show's still on the air. If we're I, not shut down by the I don't know if you could hear how cold I am in my voice. It's not, I didn't think it was that cold. Did, like, you really do look like that alt-right Nazi guy. I do, right? What you want to punch there? me in the face? <laughs> Everyone punch me. Dude, you got pretty close to the uh, you No, know, this there. same lady cut my hair the last two times, and it was fine. I don't know. She okay. Maybe he got to her. I meant yeah. to take a look. <laughs> <He got to> <laughs> <her>. <laughs> exactly. Now, you asked for that haircut, didn't you? You wanted that look. I, know I asked for the haircut, but it was not this extreme the last <laughs> two times. It was like much more subtle. Extreme so right. Subtle. Oh, she's like, I know what the, you want. Uh, <laughs> you want the Nazi. You know, I don't know what <laughs> what nationality she is. I just <laughs> that's, just, that's my go-to nationality that I do. I like uh, I like uh, going to her because she gives me a little massage at the end of the haircut. Oh, she nice. rubs my head. She sticks her thumbs in my back. <laughs> oh, I got my hair cut last week, and I got to complain again. Why? I don't know. Does anybody else get this? I get the I get the dick on the elbow every fucking time. You get time the bell end. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, dude, I only have women cut my hair. I wouldn't know about that. Yeah, I, I have Arturo cut my hair. I'm not a... Who's uh, Arturo? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's... A, that's a, <laughs> who is, he's, who? he's playing guitar of the police. <laughs> Tree Void in the trap box saying there's a photo of Dick Spencer. Uh, Dick Spencer. What are you on a first name basis with Richard Spencer, the Nazi guy? Uh, where it's real close up, and he says he looks like Dave Harris-Drawn, so there you go. I can see that. A little bit. Um, I don't know. I'm, I don't care if a man or a woman cuts my hair. This particular woman d- does a nice job, and she seems to... And to know what she know what else she does that uh, the other dudes don't go, do? Like, some big Mungo guy always there, like, trying... I'm like, get out of here, buddy. He sucks. And uh, what what she does that the other guys don't do is she goes right... She goes right for the eyebrows, because I'm old now, and the girl's like crazy. Wow. She shaves the inside of the ears. She doesn't have to ask... She shaves the neck. She gives. She smacks me around a yeah. little. Smack, <laughs> she she, smack the yeah, she yeah, kicks me in my though. face upside the uh, backside of my ass. I heard. <laughs> <laughs> she sticks me with them needles. She makes you look like something that she'd get down with. Right. I gotta say, you look no. Nice. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> what? You look pretty sexy, man. I gotta say, you look, yeah? you look hot. Oh, thanks, Tommy. Yeah. I appreciate it. And, and weirdly, I'm kind of scared now because yeah? I feel the fascist vibes coming from a little his bit, hair right? And... By scared, do you mean yeah. attractive? No, scared like that you're gonna, you know, nail me to a cross or something like that. Oh, I didn't. You're Jewish. I, didn't, I had no idea. <laughs> oh, he'll nail you all right. 
Oh, oh. please, come on. <laughs> you look great, dude. I really think it looks good. Thanks, man. Uh, I should take you to Arturo, though. You got a little tighten up. <laughs> <laughs> How much does Arturo charge? Because I brought uh, my son. It depends. Two, two haircuts cost me like $45. Each? No. What do you vote? Am I Rockefellers? Uh, I was going to say, you're going <laughs> No, it was 38 and then I, you know, I tip pretty good. Yeah, it's. I, I end up spending about. 35 with the shave and all that nonsense yeah. once I'm done. She, he, he she puts did that, the beard trim for me and like not a shave, but she gave me the, you know, whatever. Yeah, he puts she the fuzzy thing on his hand too and gives me a massage that way. Does <laughs> <laughs> he put one of those, those, those finger combs? I, I, watched, I was waiting for a haircut once. This young guy went in there. He must have been about 22 or 23 and you could tell it was the first time he was there. And uh, after he, while he was uh, after he was done with the haircut, he put the thing on his hand, and as soon as he touched it, the guy jumped out of his chair. He's like, "Whoa, whoa, what are you doing?" And he's just like, "I gotta go." He just like threw sixty dollars on the counter and walked out. <laughs> Still wearing the smock. Yeah, I gotta t- tell you though, I think this fade haircut style that I'm rocking right now is probably on its way out. I would think. Get it while you can. You know, I look like I'm trying out for the Aviator or something. Like you know what. I just realized you look like Prime Minister Pete Nice. Do I? Oh, the sinister. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it, dude. Three point mice on sight. <laughs> uh, pack of Newports and some Puma sweats. That's what I need. <laughs> I went all the way to the beginning of my iTunes because I figured third base would be the first band, but it's turned as a number. It's not start there. trading baseball cards next. And then filing for bankruptcy. <laughs> I don't even want to tell you guys how much I pay for a haircut. Oh, really? You get your haircut? Uh, like once a year. You know what I do? $8. Oh, my God. I mm-hmm. wish. My friend, uh, you know, our friend Ashley yes. w- walked up to me one time, and she walked up to me, and she put her hand in my head, and she goes, who keeps doing this to you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. uh, 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 I'm like, $8. It's all good. <laughs> She's very fashionable. Mm-hmm. Dude, on average, it's somewhere around 85 to $100 for a haircut. Wait, that's what you pay? Yeah, and the, what? Mo- the most I've ever paid is two, okay. two twenty. I'm a woman, and I wouldn't pay that much for a haircut. What? How much? Like the most I ever paid was two twenty for a haircut. Why? I go to these like high end Soho salons. And you busted my balls for fifty bucks? No, yeah, and that's a haircut. I don't usually do it. Two twenty? Where is that? It's all the same. On the moon? No, these are all like high end runway models. Hoshi like, Cooper. People do it. What are you going? You, you think yeah, you're exactly. rich? Bumble, go bumble. to gym. Yeah, that too. You should go on student days. On, on student days, yeah, I heard about that. Student days are are how I got good haircuts when I was in college, and uh, where'd you get your haircut? Basically, until last year. <laughs> the White House. <laughs> Who Jody? Two hundred twenty dollars. Oh no, that's like a, like Oscar Bond salon, like it's just a high end. <laughs> <you know? laughs> it's like uh, down, down in Soho. That's right, it's itself. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine your dad came over here from the Czechoslovakia. <laughs> I did not come all the way from here and, on Steam uh, Thrower. He's like, and, and he, he worked all his life so you can get a $300 haircut. <laughs> my dad would kick my ass if he knew how much I made. Right? It's a good thing yeah. he listens to this show. Yeah, I will does. kick your ass, but only under the cover of night. <laughs> this is a follow-up hit. Hits. 91, son. As much as I love third base, that all of their stuff was dated the second oh. it came out. Oh, yeah. I like that they just the whole video is about making fun of Vanilla Ice. Though. Yes, Henry Rollins is in that. Exactly. Plays this, yeah, those guys dancing around, <laughs> making fun of Vanilla Ice. Real tough target there. Yeah. Jump, jumping through his leg and making fun of Vanilla Ice. Oddly enough, Vanilla Ice is in the news tonight. Oh, I do look like Pete Nice. God damn it! Pete nice never dances. The weasel, the weasel. Pop, pop goes the weasel. The weasel. <laughs> is that a Peter Gabriel sample? Yeah, it's, it's a sledgehammer. 
Dopes. What's the other guy's name? MC Search, right? MC Search. They took MC Search. They took everything wrong from what they were stealing from. Yeah, they stole all the bad parts of the culture they were pillaging. And yet, I I like those records. The Cactus album is a really good record. Third base is like, hey, we're we're pretty close to Vanilla Ice. We should probably make fun of them so nobody noticed. Uh, They went out hating each other too. Did they? Yeah. Did you ever see Search's reality show? No. Yes. It, it was uh, white, the next white rap yes. star or something oh, like Mario that. Oh, Mario loved that one. And every every episode he'd come out <laughs> he and go, this part. is not a game, people. Yeah. The guy who won that and had a song, I, I don't know why, it always gets stuck in my head. And I watched that show like one time my whole <laughs> life. It was like, she's so bad. She a stunner. She a stunner. <laughs> God, I don't even remember that. Oh, man. It was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I love this song. Sorry. Three ever, no, actually, you know what? I'm not sorry that I like this song. Fuck y'all. MC Search has some moves. Oh. It's a great piano sample. Did they ever explain yeah, what third bit? It's from Aretha uh, Franklin. Franklin. You're out of think. Mr. Weasel? Did they explain what third bit? Oh, I forgot about that. I asked you to come here and dress for the meeting, too. I like the hats. It's a very nice touch. Once again, Gilbert will do anything if you're paying cash. (laughs) This is not on the record, (laughs) Gilbert. It's a big contract. (laughs) Gigantic novelty contract. It's a forced perspective, but I can't take them. (laughs) They did this all in one take. They're like, you know, uh, what should I do in this? What's my motivation in this scene? Just scream like Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> Who was sweats? Old ports. <laughs> All right, that's enough third base. Thank you, Pete Nyson. He'll be on the show next week. <laughs> he heard his haircut's coming back. The big reunion. I'm going to get a cane and start collecting baseball cards. <laughs> Pete Nice is way into the baseball cards. He's got like a Honus Wagner. Pete, shit. Pete, yeah, what? He's, he's way in trouble is what he is. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's he a big collector. He filed Chapter 7 bankruptcy mm-hmm. and went to jail for fraud. Oof. He used to give tours at Greenwood Cemetery of all the baseball players and baseball like card people collectors that are that are buried. It was there. called third baseball players or something. Uh, <laughs> no, but like he, it's it's under his real name, so like people who don't are not into music didn't know that he was a rapper. And uh, yeah. I went, well, I took one of the tours with my friend, and like my friend was a dick and was just like, "Yo, Pete, nice," you know, and he just kind of like waved him off, like, Shh, "Don't tell anybody." I blew it off, huh? It's Don Newcomb. Don Newcomb. Black cat is bad luck. Don Carter. Must have been a white guy who started all that. Yeah, I didn't think. Never thought about that before. This is the show. We're just going to listen to Third Base. Yeah, exactly. Welcome to Third Base Show, where we, four guys and a gal, analyze Third Base. Tell all the people that the head can't be nappy. Can't, I can't, I'm not going to sing all the Come on, Jody, do it. Throw it out. Sing the entire gas face. No, I can't do that. I need content. Come on, this is fucking the, serious the five, the five people listening, <laughs> listening to the show are like, Jody, you're from the boogie down. Come on. It's in you. It's in the water, man. All right, we get it, get Zeph. You're good. Zeph Love good. X. Like, I, I wonder, I wonder, Zeph, you're on the air. What's I, that guy's name? Zeph? Zeph Love Fez. X, which yeah. is MF Doom. 
No. Yeah. Yes. Get the fuck out of here. Yes. Would I lie to you, John? From KMD, yeah. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. No idea now what you guys know. are talking about. Bell that guy's a little Bell. skinny guy, though. Look it up. FM Doom's like a big guy. He's got old. Get out of here. Zef Lover is MF Doom? No, Zev Love <laughs> X is MF Doom. Faz is, is MF Doom? Faz. <laughs> Seth Rogen is MF Doom? What? I learned something every day on this show. <laughs> Zev Love X. What do you got in your notes there, John? What do I got in my notes? Uh, well, it's something I forgot to even email myself. Oh, which reminds me, actually, for the break, I'll queue up KMD. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Doom gets a haircut. Oh, man. I can't believe that guy's MF Doom. That's a call. Guys are blowing my mind right now. I, I live to serve, John. Thank you. Speaking of baseball, uh, I got Hitler to, to be in that video, huh? Hitler? Yeah. He was, was Hitler. He <laughs> just the... showed him. Yeah, he was in the background. <laughs> Hitler's in the video. Flavor Flav. They shot that in Argentina. You think Flavor Flav is pretty much the polar opposite of Hitler, I, I guess, right? <laughs> <laughs> Can Maybe, maybe Einstein too? is. <laughs> <laughs> um, you want to hear Mike Francesca, Francesca today uh, <laughs> talk about. Uh, Ichiro, this is from, uh, the, of yeah. course, the guy um, uh, at Sports Funhouse, who's, uh, he, his whole mission is li- in life is to make fun of Francesa. It's very dedicated to the cause. We should have him on the show. We should. I'm, I'm going to try to get that guy. I have him on my list. Cool. Um, Ichiro went from having no shot to get into the Hall of Fame to being a stone lock. You ready? Right? It goes, it's about a minute long. <laughs> here's, here's Mike. And uh, Fred Nice Brunswick. What's up, Fred? Fred Nice hey, Brunswick. What's going on, Mike? How are you today? What's happening? I got two quick things, one on the Hall of Fame and one on the Knicks, if I may. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know how you always say, if the guy's going to get in the Hall of Fame, it's, it's going to be like, a, oh, no doubt, as soon as you hear his name. So uh, if I say to Ichiro, are you no doubt, first ballot? In what sport? Uh, baseball. In, in what league for the for major for league baseball? Major league baseball. He does not. He has done. no. He, he does not belong in the major league baseball hall of fame. Really? He's huh, nuts. That's interesting. Okay. Well, how? What? What would he have done to get there? Uh, well, I mean, because what he's got overall, he's got what forty oh, five hundred well, hits like that. But do we a, do we count uh, the international league hits for some other guy who played in the international league? You're not gonna, I'm not saying you count that towards the statistic. I'm saying well, people have done that to try and give him awards. I can't. I can't give. He, he, to me, he hasn't been a Hall of Famer in the major leagues. Hmm. Okay. I, I don't think he's played <laughs> enough. Okay. Because how many games has he played in American baseball? Twenty five hundred. What's his batting average in the major leagues for the American baseball? Three thirteen. Three thirteen. Three thousand hits. Three thousand hits. He's got three thousand American hits. Yeah, uh, you know what? Maybe. Maybe. If he's got, if listen, if he's got three thousand American hits now, he's going to get in. Yeah. He's going to get. He's going to, he's going to get in automatically then. If he has three thousand, automatic. He had three thousand American hits. I mean, he's a. He's a. Obviously, a he's a, he's a you know a, a single sitter. So three thirteen is okay. It's not unbelievable. You know, you want your thir- single sitters to have better at batting average than that. <laughs> but he plays good defense. Swingles, if he man. has three thousand hits, he's going to get in automatically. Autom- he, he, no one with three thousand hits has ever been left out. There so he go. will get it. Yes, Mike Francis. I didn't realize he had three thousand hits. <laughs> I didn't think he had played twenty five hundred games either. I thought he had played closer to like eighteen hundred or two thousand. I didn't think he had played twenty five hundred games. Everybody behind the glasses waving thought. him down like Mike. No, Fred yeah. East Brunswick. What's up, Fred? <laughs> <laughs> Now, I think Mike Francesa didn't know who he was asking about. Stone Cold Lock. Uh, all right, no shot to a Stone Cold Lock. The fuck is wrong with in him? In the space of a minute. 
He, he's got. He's got. This is the highest paid, um, the highest paid radio guy in New York City. By the way, he's like, what sport? What he the gets fuck? paid like twenty million a year to to just to talk about bullshit. The same thing every single time with him. If he doesn't know what he's talking about, he immediately goes for the negative. Right, defensive. Exactly. He just immediately just he's like this guy's gonna right. do it, and then once they start feeding him the information that he's got three thousand hits, three thousand hits. Does each year? Of course, not. my daughters know that he's I gonna know. get into the hall. Yeah. Of shouldn't he know that? Like everyone in Bohemia, what's up, Nick? It's your, you know you should know Ichiro's numbers absolutely if you're Mike Frances. Right. There's and, no there's no reason you should not know right. that. And the press loves him. He's a great story. On a base hit in front of him, <laughs> he got nailed it. at second base. <laughs> this is Major League Baseball. What an idiot! <laughs> Ichiro's, Ichiro's in automatic. As soon as Ichiro goes, what, Ichiro, what, Ichiro. How do you have to? What is somebody's handle on the floor? Ryan, how long? Right? How long do you have to Ichiro. wait before you get into the baseball thing? Five years. Five years after before you you're on the first ballot. Right. And if you get like less than a certain percentage, you're yeah, you're if off. If you get like two percent, you're not. You're, you're done. You're done. You're done. Somebody you, was done. They just threw have, him off. And you have 15 years to uh, to get it. Right. Well, that, that's what happened this year with that guy, Tim Raines. Yeah. yeah. Tim Raines. Last year of eligible. Tim Raines, they say, invented sliding into second base uh, face first because mm. uh, he always had a vial of cocaine in his back pocket and he didn't want to take it. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a different player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, print the legend. You're just making things up again, Ryan. <laughs> I didn't make I that up. I, that. I was told that. No, I heard that before. I don't think yeah. it was Tim Raines, though. If it's not a violence, it's maybe you're stuff. right. Maybe I wouldn't want right. to break it either. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you the other guy had it in his back pocket too. You know, if I if I was like a a, a stolen base guy, these are split second things. I wouldn't. You shouldn't have your gloves in your pocket. You shouldn't have a. a you should be. You, you should shave your entire body. Oh, so, so I was going to say next, like a swimmer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should, you gotta you gotta uh, cut, cut down, down on the drag. Resistance. Take your shoes off. Take your shoes, shoes off. With his cleats. Yeah. What the get fuck? Those, yeah. Get those shoes with the with the separate toes, the web toes. When I see uh, Cespedes get thrown out at second base and he's got like 70, 72 gold chains on, I'm like, come on, dude. <laughs> you, you get thrown out by a, a microsec. It's a game of inches. Micro inches. <laughs> I saw a game of inches. Did you? CBGB. I saw Game of Inches too, and you took your pants off. Thank you. Uh, I was going to live on Barrage Radio. Nope. I saw Game of Inches on HBO. Yeah, season six started off kind of. Slow. <laughs> yeah, that's where I was going. <laughs> Is that where the dragons like uh, cut your wee wee off or something? Yeah, but, yeah that's all I think. But I mean, that guy. I mean, how do you not know that Ichiro like, has three thousand hits? How, how does he get a good hit? What, oh, in what sport? He says first of all, in what sport? Cut your wee wee off. What's they do. Yeah, they do. The dragons do tremendously violent things, but only with grade school terminology, <laughs> like nursery school terminology. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then they hit them right in the tinkle. A lot of people don't know that <laughs> dragons are like these huge, like gigantic beasts, but they're very surgical with the cutting the wee wees. They're, they're, they're very, uh, they're, they're, they're uh, like moils. They? They're so, deaf. So, <laughs> someone known to be moils. <laughs> like surgeons. Moils. Hey, speaking of HBO. <clears throat> um, soon to be slash future friend of the show, Artie Lang, is doing a press junket for a new HBO series called Crashing uh-huh. this month in select cities around the country. And uh, I've been in negotiations with his right hand man about him, Anthony Boza. Anthony Boza, about him calling it to do an interview. Oh, really? Which would be cool. But uh, the thing is, it most likely will have to happen on a night that isn't a Friday. 
So we might have to re-collaborate on that. Young, young yeah, no problem. Yeah. And uh, as long as it happens before he dies, because I, I don't want to enter the corpse of Artie Lang. <laughs> or maybe I do. I would. <laughs> It'd be cool if he could uh, die, whole, on, die on the air. While his whole family show. standing around and just interview his corpse. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that organ music. Yeah. So Artie, uh, what, what happened with Howard Stern? And there's just silence. Because <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> well, I told him about what we did for uh, the dude from Sorry, Crocus. Sorry, Artie. Don't listen. How we got together on a Monday at 2 p.m. for the dude from Crocus. So I figured, why not for Artie? Yeah, man. Do whatever time he wants. Yeah. So crap. I'll follow up on that. Yeah. We'll even go live. I don't care. We go should live. have these meetings 12 o'clock the in the though. afternoon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of HBO. <laughs> Thank you, guys. So that's it. That's all I have for the week. Philip Manley calling in at 9 p.m. Uh, <laughs> live from the Barrage Radio. Nope. What do you want yeah. to do until he calls in? That's it. I do want to talk about it. Have you, Ryan, did you see my you have a little, Paul Stanley bust there? Yeah. <coughs> Paul Stanley is the bell end on this um, You <laughs> know who that? gave this to me? This is a bust of Paul Stanley. It's in a bobblehead style. Bobble. And uh, it says Star Child on the Roman Whoa. column there. Yep. And you have this bust of Paul Stanley. It was it was delivered to me in the mail, and it's funny because I get things for the radio show, and like there's a, there'll be a box on the porch, and Colette's like, "You have a you have mail." There's like a box on the porch, so, and it's always something like goofy in there. And I'm like, I don't know what's in there. She's like, oh, "Who's sending this? Just this stuff?" <laughs> and it's uh, it was fucking Jose from California. Remember Jose was on the show? Yes. Sure, yeah. And he's friends with Kazugas. We met him at the uh, baseball hall of fame. As a matter of fact, me and Mario. And he sent me this kiss bust. <laughs> Paul Stanley. It's pretty mint, dude. It's, really, it's like it's not only Paul Stanley's head, but it's also his chest. Thank yeah. God, <laughs> his shoulders and his, his hairy chest. Yeah, it'd be pointless otherwise. He sent me also a uh, package of trading cards, kiss trading cards yeah, with your friends, which I have not opened, and a uh, tape of uh, throbbing gristle. Wow, gristle. Was that like live at uh, Tallahassee? That's uh, the Phil Maurice, I believe. I'll read you the the note. One, I bought this kiss crap, crap with a K, <laughs> in Ohio over the summer, but didn't get around to mailing it over to you until Christmas. <laughs> then it, <laughs> is that what he wrote? Then it got returned because your sevens look like twenty five. I don't know what that means. I, when did I write something to him like? By hand. This is the digital age. Right. You wrote it down and then you took a picture and put it on Facebook. May the Paul Stanley bus give you inspiration when you're strumming your new guitar. Aw. XOXO. Jose, thank you. P.S. Where's my night flight, Tommy? Oh, speaking of Heads are going to roll. He won the night flight competition when we had Stuart Shapiro on. And he hasn't gotten his fucking prize. Because this is a corporately structured show. Did you do merchandise for a living? I do. Sevens look like twos. Sorry. I actually Thank you, Jose. Very nice. I had an in-person meeting this week with... Uh, CEO of Night Flight, Stuart Shapiro, about a merch deal unrelated to I this. saw you both walking out of Trump Tower. Yeah. <laughs> I, have I have created and present to you right now a full report proving my innocence in the matter. And as you will see in this detailed report... I don't want to hear about your innocence. I want results, Rockstar. I emailed Stuart Shapiro on November 11th, giving him Jose's information and his email, and he said he got it taken care of. Only to find out today that I was getting near fired for not overseeing it. So <laughs> I've pr presented Again. to you proof that I've taken care of it. So take a look. All right. Let's look at this email exchange. What did he say? In, in this wasn't on a typewriter. This was written on Microsoft Word. <laughs> yeah. it's Anyone can write this. You know? It's highlighted. 
Unsecured oh, oh, Android phone somewhere in the White House. Hey, Stuart. Uh, yeah, two prize winners. We got Jose and Dave Westron. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me know how to proceed. Blah blah blah. Thanks, Dave Weston of Weston. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> let me know how to proceed and uh, give me Guns and Roses tickets. Smiley face, <laughs> two hands going like this for some reason. We don't know what that is. <laughs> All right. So okay, continue. And okay, uh, he responds. Prizes, you have to send us name and email. We will send the pass info. Okay, he sounds so like the, he's in a rush. There, he doesn't. He doesn't have time to write exactly. password. You know? So the top is the most recent, right? And so before that, he wrote, "Give me the email." So there are the emails. And okay. If you go to the second page. You'll see what happened today. All right, page two. <laughs> page two of Tommy not getting fired. Everything's highlighted. Is this what you worked on all day? Yeah. I'm not gonna fire you. <laughs> you said so. <laughs> Come on. You're five. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. Much appreciated. No, it doesn't say that. Much appreciated. Tommy Rasta. Uh, Thomas will fix and send the code. I don't understand what any of this means. You're reading it backwards. So basically, Am I? I sent it to him uh, three months ago. He never did it. And then today I called him out on page it. Page two is page one. Welcome exactly. to Trump's America, man. Everything's <laughs> upside down. Huh. So, Jose, look for that this Never week. received the complimentary subscription prizes. Send it ASAP. And what, did he respond to that? Yeah, that's what he said. Thomas will fix. And then I wrote totes perf. Thomas will fix and send them the code. Okay. Wait, you're a grown adult male, and you answered somebody an email. He as didn't write that. Perf. No, he, okay. wrote, he actually wrote professionally perfect, comma, okay. thank you, much appreciated. He wrote full words. All right, so I, my, my faith in America is real. But they did autofill. <laughs> <laughs> it autofilled by not filling. <laughs> There's my report. There's my Very TPS good. report. Nice job, Tommy. <laughs> we get a round of applause. Good job. Now, uh, this, when will this happen? Uh, hopefully this week. So, Jose hopefully and Dave Westron, hang in there. Out of my hands, America. America. That was actually a great, uh, you know, bit of a, what do you call that, synergy or something. When uh, Dave Westron, the big uh, Nightfly fan, was in. That was fun. Yeah, I just heard that, actually, because didn't you, you post that live recently? So, that was a great one. I did. There are many shows up now on the iTunes and more to come. I tried to do one today. The computer froze again. Uh, it was too cold. I had to bring it inside. You mean there almost wasn't a show tonight? Bring it inside. Yeah, almost. Oof. You got to feed these gerbils, John. Gerbils. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was tough. It was tough. <coughs> Oop, $400 flights to Dublin. I'm out of here, ladies and gentlemen. You just got an alert? You got to leave right now, though, right? <laughs> See ya. What do we got, three hours left? That's not going to be good. Are you going to fly on Continental? <laughs> Continental. <laughs> you didn't write totes perf, Bob. I have to fly Air Fungus. <laughs> Air Fungus. Air Fungus. Speaking of flights. Analingus. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm hey, can I have a full can of Coca-Cola, please? Yeah. Instead of a half of can? Oh, uh, they give you the little shorts? Uh, d- no, they, 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 they po- open the can and give you half the can and pour oh, it into a cup. Oh, fuck that. Yeah, uh-huh. It's the fucking clowniest fucking airline. Bullshit. I flew another airline once. I'd only flown Aer Lingus for, like, fucking almost two decades. And then when I actually decided to expand my horizons and go to other places, don't fucking Ugh. suck completely. Oh, wow, you get a whole can of soda. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, they, you want, I'm going to have the whole thing? Really? <laughs> like, you give me the whole thing? Mm. Like she's waking at you like, are you, sure this, are you getting it fired? Is this all right? <laughs> mm, yeah. Can I get a chocolate bar? Pat, have I you ever... break it in half? Have you ever flown a Ryanair? Yeah. Is it is it any better than Aer Lingus? No. It's no. fucking comical. Oh. It's, it's, it's absolutely... Ryanair. That's when there's a yeah. free trivia game in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Great people on Greyhound are like, you flew Ryanair? Oof. Yeah. It's hilarious. They they get up. They're, they're constantly peddling. It's like being like on the set of an infomercial. Right. 
they get up from the from the front of the plane, like the very second the fucking the the plane crashed, they start walking from the front to the back, and they're like newspaper, 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 to sell newspaper. Yeah. Then they get to the back, they put that down, they pick up another thing, and they come back. They're like candy, 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 coke smoke, come coke back. smoke. Yeah, uh-huh. coke soft smoke. drink, soft drink, soft drink. I heard they charge you for like every little thing, like going to the bathroom. They charge for. No, he tried to put that in, but they wouldn't let him. Mm. You're kidding, right? Pay to pee, dude. Yeah. No, they, what if you got to do a number two? You got to pay double. Yeah, he actually petitioned the, uh, the 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 FAA. I guess who's he in charge of that? He, the Ryan. owner of Ryanair. Yeah, Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> this is your pilot speaking. Yeah, he's playing his Ryan. Oh, game. fuck yourself. This is his version of the Ryan game. He <laughs> he actually pitched uh, having standing seats. That's that's what I heard. Oh, so right. they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were just like boards you'd lean against and strap yourself against. <laughs> I was at safe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I don't fucking care. And then like, but he's got like they they have like exorbitant luggage charges. So like, you can fly for like anywhere, yeah, like in Europe bucks, for like twelve right. euro, yeah. But then you know, if you want a bag, you're SOL because it's gonna be like fucking a hundred euro for the bag. You could actually break it down. But but it was great. He got interviewed one time, and you know, you know, a lot of people say your luggage prices are exorbitant. He goes, I'm not in the luggage business. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what am I, Samsonite over here? Exactly. Yeah, I'm in the business of people. Yeah. I'm in the business of moving people, not stuff. People. You want to move your stuff? Go you know, this reminds me when uh, you know I was thinking about the weight when when you talked about people standing up and strapping themselves to the boards. And, stuff. <laughs> and uh, did you see Al D'Amato, our former senator, got kicked off? Oh, of, yeah. of, uh, yeah. for Jeff, what? JetBlue flight. Well, he, there was he's somebody tried in the, to lead an insurrection or yeah, something. He tried to start a revolution. Yeah, there like, was who's a, with me? Yeah, and nobody get like one guy follows him out with a St. John's jacket. Uh, oh, typical. Yeah, there's a the guy in the front, and they want to move some people from. Not first class, but what do you call it? Business class. Last class. To to the back because they want to, you know, balance the weight of the plane. They won't move. And Al D'Amato, or a former senator from New York, gets all pissed off and he starts freaking out. And he's like, "Come on, we get." So the cops come and they throw him off the plane in like Florida. And he's like, Who's senator, with me? Senator off the plane. Well, he's a former senator. He's a former he's a church. Alphonse Demont. I don't. They, they, the Broward County Sheriff's Department did not care. Pretty upset here. Oh, come on! I just want the raw audio. Why do people have to do that? The commercials on the audio. No, it's some church fucking Tom. Hey, wait! That's what I'm doing. Got <laughs> to you know all these news things. Every art, every news article, and every video could be like two seconds long. Just give me the meat and potatoes. I don't want to. I don't want to hear your take. I looked up uh, Las Vegas odds on the Super Bowl today. I got to read 20 minutes of an article before they get to the number. Just give me the number. Every fucking article on uh, Trump I read is a rehashed article from the, from the day before, but they have a little tiny bit of a new nugget of information. You just keep adding to it. And they put that, that in there, and it's like two sentences. It could have been the headline. And then the rest of it's like backgrounds, which I've already read right, in the last me, story. Just tell me you punched an eight-year-old. That's all I want to hear. <laughs> I'm Andy Rooney, and this is 60 Minutes. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Go <laughs> lap you, yourself. You audio from this? Oh, I can't. It's like from Inside Edition. I don't want to hear anybody talk about <gasps> chunk, it. Chunk, chunk. I just want to hear the, uh, you know, I want to hear TMZ. Al D'Amato be choochy. <laughs> what does TMZ even stand for? Does anyone know? Three-mile zone or two-mile zone. What does that mean? Uh, Los Angeles... Hollywood, where uh, the celebrities Lake, hang out. How do you know that? It's, how do I know that? She's Jodipedia. She works Don't for ask. them. She takes pictures for them. And what Don't you're ask. doing to me, and I want to tell you this, I'm making an appeal to all you people. You want to know what? Yes. Stand up for what's right, 
and walk out with me. That tirade. <laughs> Dude, he's so choochy sounding. If you had only done that when you Alphonse Tomato, what you expect of us? The best part of the whole video, and I don't think you could see it here, is the guy who's sitting in this like chair right here in front of him while somebody's videotaping behind him is watching the episode of The Simpsons where Bart has <laughs> Richard Nixon's face on his ass. <laughs> And he's going, I am not a butt. <laughs> and that guy, it's Jeff Lewis. That guy's like trying to just watch that episode of The Simpsons where Bart drew Nixon's face on his ass with a big nose. I'm fucking dying. I screenshot How did that you catch that? I, I was, because it's like, it's so imprinted in my brain that I would never not Hi, see uh, that. I'm, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm, we could see it. I don't know. Who knows who this I'm, uh, I'm Dr. Cheeks. Yeah, Dr. Yeah, Cheeks. Dr. I've been doing my rounds. I'm, I'm a little, little behind. behind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm whenever Bart pulls down his pants, I'm a big fan. Yep. <laughs> when he paints it like a Blarney stone. <laughs> <laughs> As though she didn't hear the exchange. Oh, shut up. Wait, when did this happen? Last week or this week? I don't know. A couple of weeks I'm ago. Not, I'm not, this isn't the news. It's not my news. <laughs> you should be on top. Yeah, why wasn't this on the news? <laughs> None of this is the news. Our news is oh, he's the news. Here he is speaking out. Hmm. The funny thing is, Tommy was on the plane and he Why still didn't report it. Complained about what they were doing. Boo! That's not right. Here's the sheriff. They're taking him off the plane. Kicked off a jet blue flight bound for New York. Uh, yeah. There you go. That's courtesy of Inside Edition. Wow. Did they jail him? No, they just kicked him off. He had his papers or whatever churchy papers he has in his hand. What's he doing with papers anyway now? No, and now he's a very important man. There's a guy with, with St. So what you're doing to me? The St. John's jacket following him off. Churchy <laughs> guy's like, Chris I'm Mullins. with you, bro. It's Chris Mullins. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like a barrage character, like an already like created drop. You don't remember when it was, Jody, what was it? Was it was he, was he filibustering? Was, was he? Like uh, years ago when he had the, it was like a pork barrel fucking bill or something and he's like an oink oink here and yeah. an oink oink there <laughs> and he had a chart with pigs on it yeah. and stuff i bet that's on youtube too. <laughs> oh man i want to hear that right now <laughs> uh, youtube k-hole we're watching youtube here on live in the alphonse tomato <laughs> everyone loves alphonse tomato oh dude <laughs> he's horrible i saw him in penn stations once <laughs> alphonse tomato <laughs> with a nice mozzarella. Yeah, with a can. You, you, you don't want the Alphonse Demont in a can. You want to go. You want to get it fresh at Ivorone Brothers. Mm, yeah, it's nice. Ivorone, yes. <laughs> Wait, make a good this might be raw. Please be the raw video. Alphonse Demont, JetBlue meltdown. And it's pay oink going pay. This is a different angle. Fuck you. Angle. Uh, yeah, that's all I got on Alphonse Tomato. That guy was a chooch. <laughs> Give me the pig sounds, bro. I, I can't. It's not there. I, I, I put an Al D'Amato pig. I got nothing. <laughs> that's that the extent of my query. It's a porno. <laughs> Rule 34. Uh, well, that's all I got. Thanks for joining us on Live from the Broads. We'll see you next week, everybody. <laughs> Take care. Tune in to uh, www.radionope.com. Everybody call in 718-577-2716. And join us. <laughs> call in. Join us live here on the Barrage. Yes, Tommy. I got something we can talk about. What's that? We can talk about our heroic, hero oh, let me try that again. <clears throat> heroic march on Washington, D.C. Oh, you don't want oh, to wait for the other guy to show oh, up? Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe we could wait to do we that. We should, but Tommy... Because uh, he's only going to talk about it again. That is true. Exactly. That is true. Okay, we can save it. <coughs> we should save it. I got a couple things to say about this. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for it.
Well, you're going to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Mara should be coming a little later. Should be. Great. <laughs> Shouldn't be. John is so enthusiastic. Can't wait. I was having so much fun. He was great, though. He was he was a good guy to travel with. He, I'll tell you that. And that's great. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> guy to travel with. Uh, you know, was he sober at, at any minute of the trip? Yeah, when I picked him up. What, when he was sleeping? Uh... He started drinking. You guys the, went down there and made a mockery of the whole thing. No, no. That's no. my opinion. He he started drinking in the morning on the train out there. Shock, shocker. Yeah. What, oh, on no, what he train? Wasn't drinking the whole time. Just well, in the morning. I thought you guys drove down there. We drove down there to Virginia, and then we had to get on a train. It took about 45 minutes to get to D.C. Okay. So we stayed outside of D.C. Oh, you parked in Virginia? Yeah, there's no parking in the middle <laughs> of a riot. parked in Virginia. There's no riot. parking in the middle of a riot. <laughs> Uh, parking in a riot. If, if Mario was driving, he would park right in the, the White House lawn. Well, Never actually, parked in a riot is my favorite. I have to make song. an insurance claim. <laughs> National Mall. The shooting at it. Yeah. It's actually the other way around. I kept insisting to drive to the march directly, and Mario kept telling me there's absolutely no parking. And then he was the first one up because I like to sleep late. So I got to bed around five in the morning after driving the whole way, and then woke up at like nine a.m. with him in my face yelling at me to get up. He, it's time to protest. But I needed to sleep in a little bit, so we got there a little bit this later. This is exactly what happened when we went to the uh, the Baseball Hall of Fame camping trip that he brought me on Why after the up? show. We left the show immediately, and you know, yeah, but no, I'm, I like to sleep late, like you. We've been up all night on some bus, yep, partying, and like like six in the morning, he's like, "Come on, get up, we gotta do stuff." It was the worst. I'm like what? Like Leah wanted to get some breakfast and some coffee, and he just wanted to go like on an hour of sleep. And I'm like, how how do you have the energy? Like he gets up. I don't know. He gets up early. He's like what happens like a normal up. person. He never slept like the whole time. He was awake. <laughs> so you got to meet my friend Stephanie then, right? Yeah, she was great. She's real cool. She's a sweet girl. Did she make you guys any food? Uh, she off- she offered to, but then in the end, ultimately decided for us to go to get takeout at uh, a burrito place, and we ended up bringing it back. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make you guys some food, but you should really go to this burrito place. It's great <laughs> yeah. down the block, and don't come back. Yeah, get out. <laughs> get the fuck out. <laughs> she sent us to Chipotle. Hey, get you know, the fuck out. Hey, you know where you guys should go? Elsewhere. Oh. <laughs> I was watching some. <laughs> Clean up that toilet paper bed you made, Mario. Pat, I was watching some video, like, you know, now it's like a big thing to, like, be work at, like, Kmart and scream, get the fuck out of people over the microphone. But back when we knew Jay Levitz, it yeah. was, like, every night a key food. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He would get on the microphone like a half hour before the store closed. Attention, uh, key food shopper. Get the fuck out. He would not. Get the fuck out. It was John. Let me, let me do that again. Attention, Dan's Key's customers. Dan's Key will be closing in 10 minutes. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. You do an amazing never, impression he, of him. He, he never got fired. <laughs> he never got fired. He's just, he was standing there drinking beer next to the intercom. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking for the, uh, I think I have it here. He's the ma- He was a manager? No, he was, I don't know. He was just Jay Levitz. He worked here for like 20 <laughs> years. Exactly. He had carte blanche. So he was tenured for I, some reason at Dan's Key. I found it. Here's the endangered feces uh, uh, seven-inch flatulence is bliss, which is Jay Levitz, of course, is the guy who ran endangered feces, a punk rock band, and he tried out for the Ramones and all that stuff. On the back, you can see on the back uh, artwork here, that's Frozen Tony. <laughs> for the produce from department. Dan's Key, uh, yeah, <laughs> the guy the used to com- come back into the freezer and yell at them for drinking beer, and they're like, "Get out of here! Get out of here! Get out of here, Frozen, frozen Tony!" Tony. 
awesome. That's the ultimate trolling thing. You put the guy in the back of your album. <laughs> you fuck. We got to get Frozen Tony on the show. Frozen Tony's wearing, uh, for the audience, he's wearing a, a winter vest and a, a knit cap. And he's pointing to uh, what looks like a large uh, pile of boxes of master blend. <laughs> we'll have our uh, media specialist, uh, Tommy, uh, take a picture of that. Yep. Frozen Tony from Whitestone, you're on the air, Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> What is it, Frozen? <laughs> what is it, Frozen? <laughs> yeah, Mike, I got two quick points about the Knicks and Ichiro and uh, if I and, and, and Frozen food. <laughs> you can't be leaving that orange juice out in the skids. How long do you think you... Mike, how long do you think you... Mike, Mike, Mike. How long do you... Mike, how long do you think you could leave orange juice out for, Mike how, before it goes bad? <laughs> uh, before it goes bad? No, no, Frozen. Okay. <laughs> Things go bad all the time. I think you can leave them out there for a long time. No, Tony, but you can't. Tony, uh, what are you talking about? Mike, actually, it says uh, you have to bring it in. Yeah, see, you have to bring it in. <laughs> uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, you can't leave it out there. How, what do you call? Have a point. Yeah, yeah, okay. Leave it out there. Leave it out. Leave it out. Leave it in. What sport? What sport? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What aisle? What aisle? What aisle? What aisle? <laughs> we're talking Gatorade. We're talking Belichick. We're talking Ameri- American uh, oh, orange, orange, orange juice. Right, we're talking what kind of orange juice we're doing? Right. South American. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm frozen. You know, to be perfectly honest, I don't, I don't know what you're asking. I don't know what the question. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Hmm. Let's ask the bink man. <laughs> <laughs> the guys behind the glass are like pounding on the glass, <laughs> licking the glass, breaking the glass. Shut the fuck up! Stop talking. You know, Three thousand hits. I mean, you can All leave right, it out as long as you want to. Dave in Westchester, what's up, Dave? <laughs> He's got good punch. Good punch. He's a good player. He's a good fielder. I like I like him as a player. I really do. Um Let me see, I'm not getting the reds come up here. <laughs> He did this tonight, too, way. by the way. Looked at, his, looked at his phone for an hour, right. trying to look something up. Yeah, he has a team of people. He gets paid millions of dollars a year. He's, the highest, in front of him. he's the highest paid radio broadcaster in the New York metropolitan area, and he's yeah. on his phone. He's a 70-year-old man Googling on his phone. It doesn't know the difference. What are the guys doing behind the glass, just laughing? Somebody called him tonight and said, would you trade... Would you trade Eli Manning for Adrian Peterson and Sam Bradford? And yeah, he'd think right away, he'd be like, nope, no, no way. He started looking up the stats like, oh. <laughs> uh, take a look here. Uh, let me take, this would be the equivalent of me running a sports radio show. <laughs> like, I'm every bit as qualified to run a sports radio Sam show. Sam Bradford. Is. Oh, is he yeah. still in football? Yeah. I don't know. But if they so would you trade Eli Manning? Oh, right. Let me Google Eli Manning. What's that? <laughs> but if right, Kentucky, cool, okay. Eli Manning. The Kentucky what Derby is tomorrow. He Kentucky Derby. What sport? Commercial break. What sport? <laughs> what that's that's the only sport he knows. Horses. Horses. No, and he always gets that wrong, too. Yeah. He, like, picks the Kentucky Derby loser for the winner American, every year. American Pharaoh doesn't have I a think, shot. Uh, you know, uh, it's uh, Sinister Minister. Not big enough. <laughs> <laughs> Zebra. American Pharaoh's yeah, yeah, not big yeah. enough. <laughs> Sinister Minister. <laughs> was that a band we played with in high school? It was a Island. band that, like, would send out these leaflets in high school. They were the, the first like, fan letter band where there was I remember, fan mail. I remember I, I, I was in a band and fucking two dudes. I think they went to Van Buren. And uh, one of the dudes that was fucking... Uh, one of my... Uh, 
bandmates at the time was a classmate of one of the dudes who was in Sinister Minister, and he said the greatest moment of his life was the dude from Sinister Minister walked into the bathroom and did a <laughs> and uh, did like a spin, like a James Doing Brown a spin. Was like, yeah, and did a spin, and his his comb flew out of his back pocket and into the urinal. <laughs> 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 He's like that sums dick, up Sinister Minister dick, right there. Comb dick, Sinister Minister dick. Dude, I think we played with them at Hammerheads like in you 1992. Think? <laughs> I, I think, you know, that's a guarantee. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was nobody's. All right, let's uh, we'll play some Trans Am. We'll be back. Back after this. Okay, okay. 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 We'll be back uh, at 9 o'clock okay. in about 10 minutes with Philip Manley from yeah. Trans Am. Yeah, so and gonna, uh, yeah, lots of other bads. Yeah, so I guess he's going to call it. The fucking chance. He's going to call it. He's calling for California. Bro. Thank you. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. All right, Maggie. Back after this. WFAN. New York's sports radio. Eat this riff. Shove this riff down your throat.
that's data driven by Lardo. I got to uh, duck out of that though. And uh, before that, of course, uh, we've heard lots of songs by uh, Trans Am and the fucking Champs. And uh, what else? Happy Stick by Hungry Man. Lots of good stuff here in the Barrage. Thank you. Live from the Barrage Radio. Nope. Thanks. I forgot how to do Thanks. this show. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I really forgot. So in just a minute, we'll uh, hopefully we'll be talking to uh, Philip Manley, of course, of uh, the fantastic, all those fantastic bands. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Excited. And smashing things on the bar. And uh, Pete is here, traveling. Pete, how you doing, Pete? I'm all right, man. What's up, buddy? Where are you? What microphone are you on, sir? Yeah, all right. Well, you're not sure. prepared at all. No, not prepared. <laughs> is that As usual. Uh-oh, who's calling? Hey, Philip. Yeah. Hey, it's John from Live from the Barrage. Can you hear me? Hi, John. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well, too. Thank you. Hey, thanks a lot for calling, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, sure. Hey, what's up, Phil? Uh, uh, hey. Are we calling you Phil or Philip? I don't know. Phil's fine. Phil's fine. Phil, where are you calling from? California? I'm, yeah, I'm calling from Oakland, California. And that's where you live now with your family? That's correct. Hmm. And how do you make the move from... Uh, thanks for calling in. How do you make the move from uh, Maryland to California? And, you know, I mean, it seems crazy. From from where to California? Did, didn't you grow up in Maryland? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, in 2003, um, I moved out to San Francisco from D.C. Because um, I had an offer from a friend who had a house with a recording studio in it. And then I had an offer to play in um, his band, which was... Uh, the fucking champs. And I'd been looking for an excuse to leave DC. So, the, you know, basically my friend Tim just, you know, had this offer, which I couldn't refuse. And that was before you had kids or anything or you? Oh yeah. 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 That was, that was a while ago. Can you, can you, can you give me some advice? Is it better out there? Should I move to California? It's, it's fucking, well, it's, it's, it's pretty cold. I, don't know. I mean, you know, it's, I, I don't know if I'll ever, it's like, it's a very different world in a way. It's even just like the climate is super different than the East coast. Do you miss the seasons? In a, like, I do. Yeah. I do miss the seasons, but then, you know, right now, the last couple of days have been really nice. So, but it's been really a brutal winter here. It's been raining, like we're just getting pounded with storm after storm. So, well, you know, if if you were in Maryland, you know what they would say if you had all that rain. They go, "Hey, imagine, imagine it was snow." <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. you know when it, yeah, rain, totally. when it when it rains a lot, and like your neighbor or your coworker, be like, "Hey, hey, we'd be lucky. It's hey, not. It's, at least we don't got a shovel." You know, it's, imagine this. <laughs> yeah. imagine this was snow, and you go, "Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's true." That's true, but everyone out here says, "Well, we need the rain." Right? Oh, yeah. So California was in a because we have a major drought. drought. Yeah, and now I think you're like, uh, did I read that you guys are like halfway back to kind of normal or something? Um, wow. Yeah, I think that like the area that was considered severe drought has is shrunk. So and it's yeah, by maybe even greater than fifty percent. Right, and that was a lot of that. But it's a really sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. It's a really complicated thing. Like, how do you? There's a lot of different ways of qualifying drought, and and there's reservoir 
measurements, and then there's also the underground aquifers, which it's difficult. It's more difficult to determine, you know, how much water is there right. and how long it takes for it to be replenished. So, and I know uh, we have, and the, go ahead, sorry, sorry. Uh, we have. Con- I was just going to say, like they they keep pumping water out of these aquifers, so it's possible that they're nearly dried up and they won't replenish for who knows how long. So, anyway. Conan in the chat, in the Conan uh, Neutron in the chat box, who I, who I know you've done an interview with as well, was uh, oh, yeah. mentioning that uh, you know he thinks there's there's the another factor that people start to flip out when they see that the things are coming back and just start starting to start to use water like crazy again. Like, yeah, yeah. Like they're washing their car every week. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like hats off to Larry yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, we got water back. Hey, we got water back. Let's gonna, ho- let's hose each yeah. other down. I'm gonna water. I'm gonna water the roof. Yeah, yeah, the pool. Like, wash the dog twice. <laughs> I'm just going to turn on my hose and leave it on. <laughs> so, uh, did you? We're, for the next hour, uh, we're gonna just going to talk about uh, environmental droughts in California. <laughs> if that's all right with you? Yeah, sure, sure. Cool, man. Something to talk about. We're talking to water <laughs> conservation expert Philip. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for calling, in, man. We appreciate it. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to miss uh, the East Coast, right? When like you have like a beautiful day, and you're like, you know what? I miss it, I guess, like in my mind, but it's 72 degrees and like breezy and beautiful and screw it. In November. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just just imagining. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, there's things about the East Coast I miss, but I feel like I've, I put my roots down here, so yeah. here we are. So now your kids, your kids are Californians, really, right? They were born there? Yeah, exactly. That must be weird. How many kids do you have? (laughs) I just have a daughter, but um, we're expecting another. A boy in uh, in May. Oh, oh congratulations! Yeah. thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How how old are you, Phil? If you don't mind me asking. I don't mind. I'm forty three. Forty three, and you're having a baby now. Mm-hmm. You know, like nowadays, it's fine. Like like a lot of people have babies late, and uh, you know, yeah. do you feel weird? Like you're like, oh man, when my kid's like eighteen, I'm going to be uh, sixty one or something like that. Does that. Yeah, I mean, it's not the it's not ideal, but you know. It's just the way it is, so right. and we're going to enjoy it, enjoy it while we can. It's not like you uh, abuse yourself or anything. I, I, I'm look, watching all these Trans Am videos. All three of you guys look way in shape. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just like, like Sebastian's got his shirt off. Everyone's skinny and has, like, six-pack abs. Like, what the hell's going on? Are you guys flipping over truck tires? There is a strict... Um, Exercise regimen in Trans Am. <laughs> you know what it is when you keep the satin jackets on, you keep the sweat and the heat in. And you, the jackets. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, no, I mean Seb is really into fitness, and so is Nate. Um, I don't know that. I, I mean, I I walk and bike, but I don't I don't have a gym membership. Right. No one's got a huge uh, drinking or a drug problem in the band, do they? No, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> when you guys were made the first call, well, I don't know. That kind of com- it comes and goes. I don't know. You know, I can't really speak for that. You guys, that but I wasn't going to ask you that. But uh, now that I think about it, was the you know the Trans Am music uh, in the beginning? Is it kind of inspired? Like, were you guys getting stoned and stuff? Because I remember driving around when I was a kid in a car with Pat, who's here with me now, like around <laughs> Long Island, and like getting baked. And like, oh, like listening to Trans Am, like, and like just being baked. If that <laughs> that doesn't sense. seem that far fetched. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I would like to thank you for that. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you appreciated it. 
Um, you know, Trans Sam's been known to experiment. Right. And those first... And, um, hey, it's legal in California now. I can smoke weed just because I want to smoke a joint and listen to music. And I don't have to say I have an illness or, like, lie about it, you know? Oh, yeah? You could just, like, buy it and smoke it on the street or something? Well, it actually hasn't gotten to the point where you can just... I'm, you know, I guess there's some period of transition, which will probably be totally shut down by the federal government, given that oh. right now, you know, the current state of affairs. But at least I have a funny feeling that, who knows, you know, maybe California will push it through. I was actually reading today that California is trying to put a measure through on the ballot to secede, which I yeah. don't know how that will go. But I was thinking about that today. Yeah, I don't know if that would be the best idea. That was my next question. Are we all going to (laughs) die? Well, yeah, I mean, it's like, do we want to leave the Union before the nuclear holocaust? Right. That means you need your own military. That's a a kind of a serious question. Um, When when you're having a, when you're expecting a child in this climate, and I remember when I was expecting a, uh, my uh, son was born six months after you know, I was holding my six-month-old child when nine eleven was happening, and it, it's almost oh. kind of the same thing. Like you're having a baby now in this climate, where it's like just like, oh man, what kind of world am I bringing this kid into? I know I mean, it gotta, is. It's right, crazy. You, you got to be thinking it's about like, that. Yeah, it's like it causes anxiety. I, I try not to let it get me down, but I actually work at a uh, a radio station. My day job. Right. I'm a wiring technician at KQED, which is a public radio station in San Francisco. Excellent public radio station. Yeah, it is. It's It's been around for a really long time. has a lot of history. Great place to work. But anyway, I'm surrounded by news. It's like everywhere, and I cannot avoid it. It's uh. like, it's just, and it's getting so crazy lately. It's just like un- unbelievable. You know what you have to do is unwind with some social media. That'll take your mind <laughs> off. <laughs> We were just, we were I, I don't know. Right. Once in a while, there'll be something on social media that is like, my wife forwarded me this something that went viral on Instagram. Maybe I don't know where it came from, but someone cut together all these clips of the inauguration, right? With all you know, like I don't know, just like news clips, and they've dubbed in new audio <laughs> with like Obama and. Um, Trump like going back and forth with just it's nonsensical babble, it, but it's so fucking funny. I just had to send it to you. It's kind of, I think I think I might have seen this. I'd listen. I, I don't even know what I, what I would call it except that it's just <laughs> brilliant. My favorite of those that's making the rounds is uh, uh, John Goodman as Walter Sobchak. Uh, Don, you know, cur- cursing out Donnie. You know, you're out of your element, Donnie. Yeah, you're out of your element. <laughs> uh, Philip, have you seen have you seen that picture of uh, Steve Buscemi? Steve Buscemi at the uh, march. Some guy's got a huge sign and says, "You know, uh, what does it say? You're out of your you're element, Donnie. Shut, Shut the fuck, fuck up, up Donnie. You're out of your element." And Steve Buscemi's like standing next to the dude, so pointing good. at the sign. It's great. It's like the best thing ever. It's, no way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at, the, at the New York march. It's it works. Oh, that's so great! So many levels. Phil, did you did you march in Oakland? No, we were actually in Texas, and we marched in Austin. Oh, cool! Did you? How was the Austin yeah, march? Yeah, yeah, it was really amazing. It was like, I mean, I'm sure people all over the place had the same feeling. It was just like this, like 
rally of people rallying yeah. and like it was the energy was palpable it was like really intense it was the first time i felt like good in a while in a while like maybe since the, yeah you know, I, you, I i completely agree i know exactly what you're talking about you were like hey man you know people are are actually getting together and you felt like part of something and you felt not so alone like i, I don't know i you know right yeah Leah and there's I were- hope Lee and I were in D.C., and it was like, I think, 400,000 people there that day. And I had never gone to a march before, and it was the most inspiring thing ever. Yeah, great. man. you gotta, you got to get out there. Yeah, yeah. When we lived in D.C., we used to go to marches. And in particular, I remember um, before, it was post-9-11, but it was before the Iraq invasion. And there was a massive anti-war protest. It was like one of the biggest marches I'd ever been to in D.C. And the day after, there was no coverage in the newspapers. Yeah. It was insane. It was like a total cover-up. Like some, you know, Patriot Act bullshit. I sound like a conspiracy theorist, but there it was just such a crazy... Like, how could this not have been covered? How right. could this not be front-page news? There were so many people at the national, you know, in front of, on Pennsylvania Avenue, down the mall, protesting the war. And whatever, they, we went to war, and it was, you know, a total disaster, and we're still feeling the fallout now. Anyway. Yeah, you know, that's kind of, and now I'm hearing people, like, to, to counteract the women's marches that happen all over the country with literally, you know, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of people. What? Uh, saying like now they had a march. Uh, what was it today? Like a right. pro-life march. Yeah, but that's right. an annual thing, and it, it's an annual thing. It happens every year, it's and it's really like you know ten thousand people there, and the organizers like right. well, six hundred thousand people, and now they're probably emboldened by the fact that you could just lie about stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's like no, who? Yeah, it just exactly. And no one cares. You can you can pretty much say whatever you want, and uh, you know uh, I say this over and over again that Trump Trump was right. You that he he was absolutely right when he said during the campaign he could walk down the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and not lose a vote because they don't care. They don't fucking care. Right. They 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 made their decision and they're not going to listen to anything else. That's just part of his. And that's what scares me about the. uh, uh, I think he'll he's got a good chance of getting elected again if he survives the next. Four years, if well, you know, I'm thinking. Well, three, yeah, three, we'll three see. months. <laughs> if, I mean, we, if we all survive, I don't know. His <laughs> he's made a lot of enemies. I feel like even within his party, yeah, that's true. Right. Which is like his party is like. Do you think uh, it's kind of a win-win for the Republicans in that they get their policies passed, and even if if they get rid of Trump, they get they get what they want, but they get their policies passed, and then they could say, well, you know. We didn't like him in the first place, but still, all their crap goes through. That's what I'm reading. That they really secretly kind of want anyway. And if you say, well, yeah, of course they want that. It's I don't know. I have no idea how this is going to shake out. So I don't think it's going to end well, though. So what kind of key? I mean, what kind of key? I, I'm what, sorry, I don't mean to be a pessimist, but it's all signs point to shit. So what kind, what kind of distortion pedal do you use? You know, you never you, you never know what what uh, you know turn these interviews are going to take. Man, I like talking about this stuff, though. You know, it's smart people. It's fun. I don't know. So, uh, yeah, I know. It's 
Um, what, you, are you serious? You want to know? No, 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 no. I mean, what? No, yeah. All right. <laughs> are you particularly? Fond well, right of now, I'm. Uh, I use a lot of different kinds of distortion. <laughs> I have kind of a pedal buying problem. Do right. you? Are you a pedal addict? I am. Do you? Pay- I'm, a, I'm a pedal addict in recovery. Are you? Um, are you uh, possessive about your pedals? Do you paint them different colors <laughs> so no one knows like what your sound is? Well, I'm the one that I'm holding in my hand is the Marshall Governor clone Ooh. that I built when I played in the Champs, mm. and they were really expensive to buy on eBay. Like they stopped making them in the '80s or '90s, and they become kind of rare and collectible. Anyway, so I reverse engineered one and built it myself, and I played it in the Champs. No way! Now I have it. Yeah, I have it at home. It's just like a metal box with colored knobs. It looks all wonky and scrappy. You you build pedals in your spare time? You know how to solder all that yeah. shit together? Yeah, and stuff and you... I used to. I don't haven't done it in a while, but I built a few. So you, you, like you know what like the the res, the resistors do into the sound? You know the, the, sound, you know the color code. You can read a schematic. <clears throat> I can read a schematic. You put, I know the resistor color card chart. Do you put, he does wiring so. for public radio. For <laughs> crying out loud. Yeah. He can build a pedal. Well, this is uh, this is like mini wiring. Do you do you put like secret messages on the circuit board to yourself and stuff? So if someone no, I don't go that far. <laughs> do, do do you ever think like okay, you have this pedal addiction? You have like you know you have these when you go on stage. Like wh- what's the average amount of pedals you have? You like you have like ten if you're playing guitar or um you know okay. This is. <laughs> Give us your rig rundown. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of embarrassing, and I don't like chain? being the guy with this like massive pedal board because I think it's just like I don't know. It's embarrassing. But <laughs> when friends. I started playing in Life Coach, I was playing solo, and so I had to. I I started using a looper, and that's like you know added on, and, and then I started playing a guitar synth. So that's another pedal, and they're all really big. They're like huge, double wide pedals, right? Or triple wide. They're just like massive things. Um, you got to jump up and down with two feet. Yeah, there's there are moments where I have to hit two pedals at once. So that's always challenging. Do you ever but, think like you, you look at the pedal addiction and say to yourself, and then you watch a band with a lot of pedals, and they step on a bunch of pedals, and like you feel like nothing happens because that's what I sometimes I watch. Right, it. it's just like someone manipulating <laughs> some shit on the floor. It's like who cares? sometimes when I watch a band, I'm like, I don't really hear the difference too much, you know, unless it's like a crazy thing that goes nuts. Like just somebody hit like a boost pedal or something, or, or I don't know. And I'm like, right. hey, it sounds the same to me. I don't know. I'm just fucking rocking out. Right. I mean, the pedals I use are, are I wouldn't call them subtle. <laughs> right. They're not. They're not. It's like either like a fuzz that's like totally sounds like the end of the world or a guitar synth, which sound doesn't sound like a guitar at all. Right. And then a wah-wah, which is like melts your face. Gotta have wah-wah. It's, so, it's like a neutron wah. Okay. Those are cool. Which is really intense it has this like bright white light sound it's like will it's so crazy bright and through a marshal it's just like i can just watch everyone wince in the audience <laughs> it's so harsh 
You're just running through this, then, is, this is gear, this is gear talk. You're just running through the one Marshall amp, or you have like some kind of uh, chain. I have two Marshall. Actually, I have two hundred watt Marshalls. And you like? Eight, I'm into making it like it's totally overboard overkill. Hundred watt. <laughs> wow. And, kind, but when I play with with John Theodore, the drummer, he is a really really loud drummer, and I've tried doing the same set with with like a smaller amp and it's just i can't hear myself right so it has to basically be that do you have a problem between reverbs or something like really loud do you have a problem in the clubs like you know because i I'm, I'm in a band and they're always telling us to turn down no matter what happens like if you show up a two marshall it's like their default setting is one hundred watts to, 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 oh i know i mean i worked doing live sound for many years so yeah but so, i always tell the sound guy we don't need you to do anything yeah you can take a break. <laughs> like, yeah, we got it. Or if you want, you can like the drum kit, but it's we're just, the stage volume is so loud and the venues we're playing are, you know, pretty small. Yeah. So. Speaking of which, by the way, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, and I don't mean to just throw in a random plug here, but Trans Am is going on tour and they're going to be playing at uh, one of our favorite places around here, uh, St. Vitus. Oh, St. Vitus. Oh, and that's April 11th, so uh, I don't know that's if right, yeah. tickets for that yet. Probably not, but uh, I will. I definitely have to go to that. St. Vitus is one of my favorite places to see bands. Yep. In, yeah, they told oh, us. That's great. They, they, I, I've heard that it's a cool place. I've not been yet, oh, so I'm excited yet. to go. It's they, really great. They, they told us to turn really down, nice. too. I wonder if they turned. <laughs> yeah, Megadeth. Yeah. yeah, Megadeth just played there. I yeah. wonder if they turned, told Dave Mustaine yeah. to turn Dave, down. Yeah. I fucking yeah. doubt it. Yeah. I, don't, told, I don't think they told Sleep to turn down. <laughs> they told Anthrax to turn down. Hey, yeah. Charlie Bernante, can you turn down those triggers? <laughs> they told Nirvana to turn down. Sleep. <laughs> you know, and the sound man was right. such a nice guy, you know, and he was like all cool, and he, he was he was into like That's what we were doing and stuff, and then he's like, can you guys turn down? I'm like, fuck. I'm using a 30-watt amplifier. I was using a 30-watt amplifier. Amplifier with a master volume. Yeah, we're still pretty loud. Though. Yeah, fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> That's old man. It's a, it's a really good place. And uh, who's the guy? Uh, Artie, who runs Ar- the place. Artie Shepard. Nice people who run that. Journey. He's actually been a guest. And on the then show. after that, uh, Trans Am will be going to DC. And the, those are the like your only two. Uh, only two US, US shows on yeah. this tour. And, and then, then we fly to Europe to play in, at the festival of Roadburn. Oh, Ooh, nice. Cool. A bunch That's of U- UK dates, and then uh, I think like Belgium or something, right? I don't know. Yeah, Belgium and France and um, Holland. So this is for Life Coach or Trans Am? <clears throat> Trans Am. So nice. this you, is for Trans Am. When you're in yeah. like, when you're in like, uh, you know, all these bands and stuff, and you're trying to balance uh, having a family now and everything. I mean, you know, I guess that my question is: Did, did your old lady give you a hard time, or what's going on? You know, no, it, she's no? super supportive. Yeah. Um, yeah. But with that said, I mean my my music schedule is very sparse, and because oh, yeah. um, when Trans Am gets together, it's like a week at a time, maybe like four weeks out of a year. Yeah, but do you guys rehearse? Like, how do, how long do you rehearse for? No, I mean like no? the bass player lives in Portland, and the drummer lives in Brooklyn. Right. So we get together very like very occasionally. When we do get together, usually Jan and my daughter like will go out of town. They'll go to like Vancouver, which is where she's from, and um, hang out with her family up there. So, which is great because then Trans Am can just I can just like be totally in the zone with these guys while they're out here. So you're telling me that when we go to see you at St. Vitus, the first show of the tour, that you will be completely unrehearsed. <laughs> <laughs> 
We will have rehearsed at least twice. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're coming out to New York for a couple of days. But, you know, I have to say, this is the trend that I've noticed with us. The first show is usually, and I'm going to knock on wood, usually really good. It's the second show that sucks. I know that feeling. Yeah, fuck DC, yeah, right? Can... <laughs> and besides, I can... yeah, the first show, the first show, there's a, like we're brimming with energy and like kind of no matter what, even if we totally like train wreck, somehow we'll recover more easily. But then the second show, it start you start to notice like the flaws, and it just kind of like. That first performance is faded, and now it's like you start to kind oh, of come You're in being on. too hard on yourself. You guys never suck. Did you ever have a show where you're like, wow, that just sucked? I'm sure you have. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. Really? We've, where everything was just like <laughs> off? I can remember like at least three off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> what were they? And, was, uh, what, what, what were they? It was one of them at Maxwell. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I don't remember having a real stinker at Maxwell. No, it wasn't Maybe. Maxwell's. It was Brownies, actually. <laughs> Why? You saw a Trans Am be bad, Pat, once? Is that no, what you're saying? They weren't bad. They just seemed like all three of them weren't on the same page oh mm. oh maybe yeah i mean you know i wouldn't be that surprised but <laughs> I, mean, the, I mean don't must most, the most notable noticeably bad show that i remember playing was in austria in the alps and i, I think it was called bad Weinheim or something <laughs> or no bad grunt bad grundles day i think that was the name of the town <laughs> and it's like this insanely epic beautiful place and we played at like this sort of community center theater and it was a beautiful venue and they had this huge meal we were like five hours late we loaded on directly onto the stage and we played and just like i don't know just like never took off and uh. everyone i was just like i can't even describe it it was such a it was so bad does it make sense it's like to say that like Trans Am's a band that like you know once you guys like lock in you're like locked in and if it doesn't lock it's like just off I think everyone was just too tired we've been pulled over by the police earlier in the day and like detained for a really long time just like one of those days where like everything went wrong even the show normally the show is the thing that's like <laughs> that's the highlight we'll like turn everything around but in this case it just like kept getting worse I don't know. How many? That was, that was, I don't know. I don't. There's other ones, but it's. I'm not sure. That, Do you ever keep count? Like how? I almost killed Sab on stage. That was, that was a how? pretty crazy show. But uh, electronically or uh... <laughs> no? I threw my Les Paul at his head. <laughs> Why? Because he was playing from poorly? from like a pretty close distance. It's a heavy. It's and a heavy I guitar. missed him because the guitar hit the cymbal on its way to his head and it glanced just over his head. Oh jeez. What were you yeah. at, was it out of anger? Yeah. Oh yeah, we were fighting. <laughs> oh man. We were drunk and <laughs> it was had been a really long tour and we just had words. It was like one of those I'm not I'm not proud of it. It was pretty dark. Hey, and see. like I remember meeting pe people like it was during the end of the show, and like it all fell apart, and we just walked off stage. And oh, that was that. Really? But people were like, oh, "I thought you guys broke up <laughs> hey, on stage." You had to. Did you play a show the next night? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> was it awkward, or was everything all right? Uh -uh. It was fine. You guys get along good now, right? We got. Everything. We get. We get over it. Yeah. 
That's good. It's, uh, you know, Sebastian's uh, watching him play drums. He's like, he's a frantic drummer. Yeah, he's got and a lot of energy. He's got a lot of energy. And, like, I mean, the guy from the top of the show to the bottom, like, never slows down. And I, I played in bands, like, uh, where I had to play really fast, kind of like that, as a, as a drummer. And uh, mm-hmm. it's not easy. I don't, I'm not. You have to be in shape. You have to drink a lot of water. I would and eat like a banana. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Right. Like, like you know, I'm. You, you got to pace. You got to pace yourself. And yeah. you know what's crazy is the DC show on this tour after New York at the 9:30 Club. He's playing in Trans Am and the next band in Baroness. No. Oh yeah, I saw those guys were on tour. Yeah. Yeah, he's got double duty, so oh. it's like I feel bad for Baroness because I know that Seb's he's I mean, I know he's in shape, but that's a lot well, it's for also, one, <laughs> one drummer to play in a night. It's also psychologically after a show you kinda just wanna like, you know be done with I, I i know after playing a show i'm just like, Oh man, thank God. Like you love playing the show but you're you're also really grateful it's over in a way that, like, you know, you can finally, like, not be right, st- right. stressed out about it, and you can kind of relax, and that might, you, you still got to be in that zone for another hour or an hour and a half or whatever. Dude, dude Leo. Yeah, they play like, probably an hour and a half, yeah. maybe longer. I don't know. I'm not sure how That's long rough, they play man. that night. That, that guy's putting in work. I was going to say, like, Lee and I went to that show at Pappy and Harriet's, and it was Red Cross off in the Melvins, and... The bass player played in all three bands, the whole, in all three sides. Oh, no way. Yeah, for real. Well, that bass player, all he's got to do is hit a couple of strings. This guy, <laughs> this guy's working his entire upper body and his, his core, they say. You know? Yeah, but that's still exhausting. I've done it before. I've done triple duty. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Trans Am, the Champs, and then the fucking Am. No. In one yep. show? One night? In one show, yeah. I remember yeah. doing that at least, at least once, maybe more. And, you know, what's weird is I normally, like, you know, have a few beers when I'm playing a show. Right. Um, but that night, I was, like, by the end, I was completely sober because I was spent so much of the night playing that I couldn't I couldn't yeah. physically drink. Well, those, yeah, those those bands, like, there's no, there's not even, like, a time to take, like, you know, maybe, maybe you can get one sip of a beer and, and you know. Three, yeah, three it was songs. just remarkable. I was like, "Wow, I'm so sober." <laughs> you riffed, I, you know, dude. You riffed yourself sober. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just all music all that, night. I was watching this uh, Eddie. I know you guys are big Van Halen guys, right? And I, I put this, yeah, definitely put this together. I was watching this uh, guy react to. Uh, he's never seen Eddie Van. I Halen saw that play. today. I, yeah, I was actually I was sending that around earlier this week. So there's there's this dude and he's watching Eddie Van Halen and he's never seen him play and he watches him play like live eruption, you know. Wow. And uh, I'm watching a it's maybe 15 minutes long the solo and I'm like, man, Eddie Van Halen's like took one sip of a beer and I think he played himself sober too. <laughs> wow, right. Well, meanwhile, Sammy's on the side of the stage, you know, getting hammered. It's great. I actually saw. Well, speaking of, if we're, we're, we're going to talk classic rock. Wait, are you talking? You said Sammy Hagar was on the side of the stage. Yeah, it was, it, he was the singer at the. the yeah, at the, that. Oh, so it was, it was Van Hagar era. Yeah. It was, but it didn't matter because he he went he was on the side of the stage. Yeah, it was it was 50, right, right. He wasn't singing. <laughs> oh yeah. man, it, it was, was it was fifty one fifty time. Eddie was great. They, uh, I, I actually I saw uh, you guys uh, tr- uh, Trans Am do a Zeppelin medley. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah, it was Fred. 
I hope Cash. We, we caught a lot of we caught a lot of shit for that. Well, really? not from me. Why? From who? Oh, uh, just from I don't know people who were hung up on. They're like some people hate on Zeppelin. You know, I don't know. Are there like uh, you know serious like you know whatever genre you want to call it? Yeah, guys like, genre Nazis. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I mean. Yeah. Well, you know, like, you know, it's so so weird. I. I on my way to work, I stopped at this grocery store, which has a coffee shop in it, and they always play classic rock. It's always like Led Zeppelin, Yes, uh, Rush? James Gang. It's like a really good playlist of like pretty good classic rock. So I, I was talking to the barista as he was making my coffee. I was like, I love how you guys are. It was, they were blasting roundabout. But yes, I was like, this is so awesome. I'm so into it. And and then and, and he's like, Yeah, you call it classic rock. I call it dad rock. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, everything. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm a dad and I love it. So I guess that's, <laughs> you know, call it what you will. But yeah, it's funny. It was, my it was, my favorite like indie rock bands take pretty much everything from classic rock almost you know in a way like uh, you know and i'm 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 41 but uh i drove around in the truck as most of these people in this room have done just listening to the same 150 classic rock songs over and over again. yeah sure like the super short playlist yeah and then but but you you you, you hear it in the bands like you guys and i don't know silkworm and bands like that or like the, 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 i don't know it takes stuff from uh POC and sure the good James gang the shit, stuff. The shit you you know you bought at record stores and internalized right. You guys should do a cover of Godzilla. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, of of all the bands that Trans Am has ever covered, the the band that we've covered the most. This is a really deep Trans Am factoid, by the way. The band that we've covered the most is Foreigner. Weird. Really. really? Really weird, but totally true. Deep cuts with <laughs> Phil Manley. Yeah, what, and we what? haven't. We've always threatened to record a covers album. You should but do it. We, Fuck everybody. But we told ourselves that the weird thing about a covers album is it's always like the death rattle of any band. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, any band that puts out a covers record is, like, about to break up. No, nah, but it's different with you guys. You, you, you know, people, yeah, you should, just, yeah, people should, understand where you're yeah. coming from. I mean, it's not it's, like you did it. It's sort, of, it's sort of like it's almost superstitious for us now. We're like, we can't do a covers record because it would just mark the end. They always name it something clever too, like under the covers or centerfold. <laughs> you know, something like that. And, and it's, I like that. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Under, the, yeah, under the exactly. covers. Exactly. Yeah. They should just name it contractual obligation. <laughs> Cover this. That's a good name. I would totally name my band contractual, contractual obligation. obligation. That's exactly what it is. Didn't didn't Rage Against the Machine put out a covers record? Did they? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think they did. I think that was like the last yeah, thing they released. That's ridiculous. It was all, it wasn't all, like a gun, did Guns and Roses do that? It wasn't that yeah. like the Rage the Rage um, Against the Machine one was all Billy Joel, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> it was like he was just big shot like twelve times. Yeah, because you had to be a big <laughs> shoot. That's yeah. the one. That's the one Billy Joel song I could see Rage Against the Machine covering is Big Shot. Big Shot. Huh. With all those staccato. Yeah, because they can do it all like slow and heavy. Right. Those... Be a big. 
<laughs> Staccato jams. Yeah, totally. <laughs> they're in. They're in. <laughs> My brother said the greatest thing about Rage Against the Machine. He goes, "Yeah, Rage Against the Machine, but make sure the T-shirts are seventeen fifty." <laughs> right. I remember. I remember uh, the uh, the old Sebado taper. Sebado was like on the second stage. At, I don't know if it was Lollapalooza or some shit like that. And uh, Rage was, it was on the, the Reading other Festival. Stage. Was it the Reading mm-hmm. the Reading Festival? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's just this tape of Sebado like not playing any songs and yelling, "Is Rage raging yet? <laughs> rage are they raging?" <laughs> They're taunting, like taunting a- Rage Against the Machine on the second stage. Stoned and stuff. It's great. So, uh, speaking of that, well, not speaking of that, but this is a horrible segue, but, uh, you know, when Pat and I used to listen to the old, uh, the first couple Trans Am tapes, the one with the sunset and the one with the blue. Oh, color. yeah. This is how I think of them. I don't remember names of things. You know? I know. Those are the first two, yeah. yeah I got uh, them really high. So there were no vocals on, on any of those songs there was no those were vocal free yeah so did you feel like when you went to the what what, was like who says all right uh you know let's have singing and did you even think about it like it was a bad thing or 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 dylan goes electric moment or did you just say you know who cares like it's just gonna be another uh you know extension Uh, i think we just got sort of to a point where we wanted to have the songs you know it's like an instrumental band I don't know. I, I'm not really sure what the main was there a discussion idea like, was behind it. Except we're like, why not? Let's just do it. Yeah. And the, I think the vocoder was kind of the way in. So it's not the naked human voice, but it's yeah, processed it's a, and like it another, sounds all robotic and you know, future world. Another instrument, you know, pretty much. Yeah. 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 All right. Well. That was my best question. I sucked well, I, at that. I, I, have a, I have a question that um, okay. you, you kind of touched on it earlier when you said that you played, you know, in two two or three bands in one night. So Trans Am and the Champs are, are similar in some ways, but very different in almost every other way. So how do you, yeah. how do you get... How do you switch your your mindset to play you know to play at in Trans Am for you know forty five minutes and then you take you know a half an hour break to set up the other band and then go into the Champs headset like how how difficult is it for you or is it not difficult at all and they're just like two sides it was here? really insane and that's a really good question the show that I remember the most was a New Year's show and I think it was two thousand three and the the opener was the fucking Champs. The second band was Trans Am, and then the third band was the fucking Am. And it, the, okay, so to play with the Champs was easily the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And it was because the music is so technically demanding and the songs are so complicated. Yeah, well. <laughs> so the combination of those two things was like I moved to California. I, I rehearsed with the champs and learned the songs. It took an entire year of rehearsing twice a week and maybe sometimes even longer. And I would also practice on my own and like playing along the tapes. And, um, then, you know, when we play shows with Trans Am, you know, you'd have a few beers and you party and then like you could go up on stage and kind of wing it. And it was, I would always kind of, you know, some nights were great, some nights weren't so great, but you could still get away with that approach. Mm-hmm. But with the chances, like, no, nope, you can't smoke weed, you can't drink. Yeah. You've got to be, like, totally on point, because, like, the minute you, like, 
kind of lose your balance, the whole thing just fucking falls apart. Yeah, uh, it, it, you don't have anything to fall back on in that band, really. It's, no, you know, it's, it's insane. Just, yeah. And it, that was like a huge... It was really challenging. And, you know, I... I it, and then, okay, so then that show ends, and I'm, like, done with this, like, crazy anxiety attack of what it was to play in the Champs. And then... <laughs> Um, Did you perform? Years of playing okay. Trans Am and kind of take a deep breath and like, you know, like get in the zone and and then by the end of the show, it was like party time because it was just the fucking Am where I think I was even just playing bass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but um, I don't remember exactly, but it was like it was kind of I could take a deep breath and it's like I knew I could see the finish line at that point. Is there a uh, like a cascading resentment between the other members of the band like say you play and you play this awesome show first and then you gotta, yeah, they're uh, like well phil is so tired by the end uh. well like and then like uh, like oh well phil thinks trans am's like kind of a break and then the <laughs> <laughs> that's the easy no, by, I, by the I time you play so. in the last I mean, band you know, they're like you're just like you're going through the motions on bass you're like oh man yeah right, totally. there's no resentment like they didn't bother, they, they didn't care right no, of course. Um, yeah, was everyone there, was having a good uh, time. We, we Trans Am toured for many years with the Champs before I was playing with them, and we had, you know, pretty deep bonds there. Well, it makes me feel better to hear you say that you practice twice a week for a year to learn their songs, because, like, I tried to learn one, one, like, years ago. Which, I, which I band? The, the fucking champs. The fucking and champs. I tried to figure yeah, out one hard. of their songs, and I'm like, and I'm not a great guitar player to begin with, but, like... I couldn't figure out what the fuck was going on. Like, you know what? I, I quit. Forget it. No, I'm going to yeah. not do this. Well, they had a lot of weird things. Like, they would detune their guitars. They were always a half step lower yeah. than normal E. So, unless you figured that out, that's kind of an... You started a disadvantage <laughs> right there. Yeah. Right. You're, now you're hitting all the uh, things on the guitar without the dots. And yeah. You're, you're, dots you're in and also, like, the open strings. There's a lot of, like... And then there's also the sound of the guitars, which was, that was actually, like, took some doing to get to the point where, like, because I was replacing Josh, who was an original member, mm. right. and he, they had developed the sound, you know, and it was like something, it was a thing. You know, like did you feel, I, I, did, did you, I don't know if you ever saw them play. Yeah, did you feel like no. you had to replicate that exactly, or did you want to do your own? Uh... I wanted to get. I wanted it to sound right because having had toured with them for, you know, I don't know, a few years, I'd gotten to know what it's what it should sound like to me and my to my ears, and I was like, all right, well now I'm going to try and do that myself. Josh's technique is insane, and he's such a crazy good guitar player it was like it was very big shoes to fill well the songs are so like um almost like a classical music in a way you know that you know I, well you well, know yeah, they, they to get, are, you I have mean... to play those exact notes at the same time and uh you know see so there's not really room for like jamming or anything right i mean no hell no there's yeah. <laughs> no jamming every note is considered right you know yeah. it's like if there's like maybe like a few moments in the set where things could go or like planned chaos or something, but it was all planned. That's for sure. There is there uh, when that band started. Uh, I guess you you weren't there when it did, but there was, no. was there an intentional Iron Maiden double guitar thing? Was that like spoken about? 
I mean, you know, they, they're, those guys are big fans of Tim Lizzie and, um, I know Tim Sody is really into Molly Crew. And, <laughs> right. and, you know, there's a lot of, you know, I don't know. I mean, there's, but there's also like a lot of black flag in there, in their band. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, it's maybe not as obvious. Like the, the guitar harmonies are maybe more of a musical marker somehow, but I don't know. There's, there's also this like weird, like punk and dissonance sometimes. You know, it's not always, it's not always that like harmonic minor, like Bach style metal. It gets weird, you know, weird. which is what makes them so interesting. Yeah. You can play those uh, two half steps together and call it a. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that that can happen. Yeah, like the See, notes yeah, that beat against one another. Is that a uh, music theory book and uh, just rip that rip that up? The tritone. Where you're not allowed to like play like two parallel fifths in a row or so together or something, you know. You, the tritone is am the I making sense? Interval. Does anyone in this audience know what I'm talking about? I doubt it. Um, <laughs> I'm with you. John. I went to music school for like six months. It was great. I got the tritone in uh, Zelda. Yeah. Can you? Uh, um, so what's up with Life Coach? Can you tell us about Life Coach and uh, what's happening with this band? What's the band about? Um. Well, it's me. It's me and my friend John. John and I used to play in a band called Golden, and we went to college together. And um, he lived in Baltimore, and I grew up in Maryland, outside DC. And I don't know. We've just been friends for a long time. He lives in LA now. He plays with Queens of the Stone Age now. He's a drummer in that band. Oh yeah, nice gig. Yeah, it's a good gig. And um, you got to be a good drummer to play in that band. That, that's a tough... Uh, yeah, okay. he's John's a great drummer. And um, and it, that band suits him because, you know, he's played in a lot of different bands. He played with Royal Trucks. He played with Mars Volta. Yeah. He played wow, with, I can't think of two more different bands than that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and John's played in both. John played on a Bonnie Prince Billy record. Wow. He's like... He's played with a lot of different people. It's like... But he's a great guy and a great drummer, and um, it's like a Josh. Anyway, so I'm lucky to get to play with him, and um, you know, we we've been jamming a lot over the last year or two, and recorded everything because he has a studio in his apartment in L.A., and I own a recording studio here in San Francisco. And whenever we get together, we record everything, but. it's like we've assembled this mountain of material and now we have to wade through it and edit it all. And it's this sort of, I don't know, like this task that I, you know, the, the bigger the mountain gets, the harder it becomes. Mm. So one day we'll finally start chipping away at it, but that's kind of the current state of our, what the forthcoming record is. We're getting uh, new Trans Am up, buddy. Yeah, new Trans Am comes out in April, record what? store day. Oh, so that's uh, right before the tour or, or coinciding with right, the tour? It's like right in the middle of the tour, I think. Oh, and if anybody is... Uh... Oh, so you're not going to have Trans Am uh, records at the show? 
I'm not sure. I think that hopefully we will. Um, oh, come on, man! I want to buy a record. I don't. I, I don't. I, 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 you know, <laughs> I don't like the mail. <laughs> it's a bit of a point of contention. Like we, I don't know. We thought that the timing was going to be like we booked this whole tour predicated on the notion that we'd have a new release to to sell. Right. And now suddenly it's like, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen. Dude, that, but, ha- um, that happens a lot. I think so. That yeah, ha- that the timing the- of releases is tricky because also the smaller the label, like they have no leverage in these massive pressing plants where there's like such a logjam. You know, it's so fucked up going to like Guitar Center or Best Buy where you'll see they have a vinyl rack now. Do they? And it's always yeah. like Weird. repressings of Fleetwood Mac Rumors or the Eagles Greatest Hits. No. It's like, are these records, are they making more of these records? Like, yeah, they're repressing what is the them. the sense in- of making more of these records? Dude, yeah. They're stealing our there wax. Are so I many can, already can, in existence. Yeah, I can, like, go, I can go to Goodwill. New bands need yeah. that wax. That this is what's holding up the vinyl repressings yeah, exactly. of rumors. For God's to, sakes, if you don't have a copy of rumors, I mean, you know, just why do you have a r- records in the first place? I went to see a band <laughs> who was on the road in a similar situation as you. We don't know if we're going to have the, the the vinyl in time, whatever. And I, you know, I didn't know this. That happened to seven. And I walked up tour. to them. Uh, after and I'm like, yeah. Do you guys have any vinyl? And they like turned and started start a fight with each other. Like, I fucking told you we were supposed oh, to have the no. vinyl. I'm like, sorry guys, uh, <laughs> I just uh, sorry. Yeah, touchy, touchy subject. Yeah. Do you have a website? Uh, <laughs> and by the way, uh, for anybody if, if uh, who's curious about the Saint Vita show, I just ordered four tickets on Ticketfly. Did you? Uh, yes. I'm in, but during the really, interview. they're on yeah. sale already. I I just bought four tickets well, on Ticketfly and got a confirmation. You better get Good it now. There's no way that's not going to be sold out. So. Good man. Good man. Well, no, I'm pretty sure they're actually talking. Well, I shouldn't say. <laughs> Never mind. No one's listening. Go ahead. Come on, Phil. No, nothing. Nothing. I'm not. I'm actually. <laughs> Tell me your problems. Come on. Dave. It's about Billy Corgan, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you ever meet Billy Corgan? And <laughs> why is he the biggest asshole you've ever met? <laughs> I've never met Billy Corgan, but I did walk past him on the street once in Chapel Hill. He's really tall. Yeah. Was bald. he bald? And he's very bald. <laughs> when he when he stole your mom's purse, did you kick his ass? <laughs> This is a great question. I mean, it's a terrible question. It's an obvious question, but it's one I have to ask. Who's the biggest like jerk you ever met? And if you don't want to answer that, who's the nicest guy you've ever met in rock and roll? <laughs> yeah, like, who's the biggest jerk I've ever yeah, met? Like, the, like, wow, man, that guy was a dick. Yeah. But in 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 music, in music, yeah. I don't know. I I, I feel bad about calling people out by name. Though. Okay, so who's the who's the nicest guy in rock and roll? What's then? his name rhyme with? Who's the nicest guy? That's tough too. You, I mean, I feel lucky to have met so many awesome people. Like some, you know, most of my best friends I've met through music. Um, uh, I mean, you know, and then touring with people. Touring kind of can bring out the worst in people sometimes, you know. Um, You got the farts, the combos, the Gatorade. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, that's kind of tough. I I, I might have to skip on that question just because... For a variety of reasons. Who, who is sense. right in the middle of the... All right, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to the biggest All right. all right, we do have a game that we play every... Uh, thank you for staying on the line with us for so long, Phil. We really appreciate it. Oh, that. sure. I could talk to you for another hour if you didn't have a family. <laughs> I might grab another beer then. Yeah, yeah, man. 
No obligations. Yeah, just tell your old lady. Listen, I'm in 16 bands. I get a, you know, yeah, yeah, what's you another hour? Yeah. It's going to be a long interview. <laughs> <laughs> Flying in bed on speakerphone, kids crying. You know? uh, yeah, so, totally. So uh, the game's called Crap Not Crap. I don't know if you've heard of this. Uh, we just Crap I, Not Crap? Crap, crap, or not crap. I'll give you a band. And you just tell me whether you think they're crap or not crap. I mean, if you feel it's like, like... It's like rot, rock, and roll. Uh, something, well, no, not at all. <laughs> um, crap, not crap uh, predates that. I don't it's, listen to the best show, actually. actually it's kind of like, like... It's like a speed round type of thing, but if you're okay, really... Okay, okay. But you're allowed... Okay, I can get with that. You're allowed to... If, if you're particularly challenged, you, you get a waffle factor. You could stop and qualify your answer as well. You can saying. waffle factor. Okay, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be as immediate as I we can. We have not only had John Worst on the show, but also... Uh, Tom Sharpling. Tom Sharpling. And yeah. a, both been on our show. And Mark Marin. And AP Mike. <laughs> <laughs> we, Pussy yeah, we've had every single person in the best show on the show. It's crazy. And still no one listens. We're an iron glass away from having every iconic podcaster on the show. It's the micro- nobody listens right. to. This, this show is a microcosm of being like a you know fucking indie rock band. That's true. No, it's like you know. Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to. Awesome. I don't want to complain. Uh, uh, crap, not crap. All right, here we go. Crap, not crap with Phil Manley. Yeah. He's in the band Guns N' Roses. Phil, New York Dolls. <laughs> crap. Ooh, wow. Metallica. Crap. Foo Fighters. Crap. Deep Purple. Crap. Crap, I'm all. I like oh. this guy, man. He's crap. You know, good. the last guy we had on, just, I don't even think he said not crap. Yeah, Chris, Chris, he said yes to everything. He said not crap Phil, to everything. You're, corporate. You're, you're a real man. Uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> you're, you're a brave man. I, I love it. First four, crap, in a row. Wow. Never happened. Out but, the door. Phil, the who? Crap. Oh. Yeah. oh. Five crap streak. This is the best. <laughs> <laughs> He's crapping him. Goddamn into your energy. He's going for the record. I don't know where. I don't know what's going to happen. Give him a green day. He'll go for it. Beastie Boys. Beastie Boys, Kraft. Wait, is he saying Kraft or not? Or are you saying crap? Oh, I'm saying Kraft and crap. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm. So it's <laughs> crap or no not wonder crap. it didn't work out. It's crap or not crap. So, it, like, it's shit or. It's oh, okay. Good. So I was saying Kraft. Kraft instead of crap. Oh. No, crap. I get a C R A P. Oh, so so maybe we should start over. Yeah, yeah, let's start, let's start over. <laughs> I gotta fix these phones. Yeah, we're gonna reset. <laughs> sorry, I'm that sorry, was, Phil. You had, a, you had a hell of a it's run start, there for the start from zero, and now I understand how I have to answer. All right, so, right. So you have crap, and you have not crap. So New, New York, York New York dolls. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just do the same shit over. Metallica. Not crap. Oh, yeah. Hey, go. you got a couple uh, twin guitar lines in that band, huh? In the early Metallica yeah. days, there, my friend. Uh, and on their new record. Oh yeah, yeah, what do you think of that? Well, it's way too fucking long. But if it was edited down to a half an hour, I would say it's their best album since Injustice for All. Like records used to right. be. Records I, used to be twenty-eight minutes, but it also stinks. And but <laughs> but really well, you know, I mean, a lot of it does, and I won't argue with you. But some of it's actually pretty awesome. Yeah, the first three songs are not terrible, and the the uh, the second song they released, Atlas Rise, I think is the best of the bunch. Good return to form. But you know, it is a return to form. We could. It's like it's hard to be biased because they have. As, as any new record that comes out today, I wouldn't think that it's actually that great. But in the context of their career, it's pretty great. Right. Well, listen. I'll listen to 
Kirk Hammett take three solos during a, in each song all day. Like, you know, Look, I don't know mean, why. But, the, you know, the first song that hard, Hardwired to self-destruct starts out great. Riffy, there's like three minutes of riffs or something like that before the yeah. vocals come in. But then I have a problem with the lyrics. Like, first of all, he's like yelling the F word. And I, I only think like in Whiplash or something, he cursed. Metallica doesn't curse in the album. They curse live. Right. They curse live. Right. You know, you know. We're all fucked. It's like, how are you fucked? You have a billion dollars. What are you talking about? <laughs> that annoys me. Car. But I do like the, uh, you know, the, you know, the riffage is good. And, yeah. you know, Headfield's rhythm guitar play. So we're only on the second band, right? Yeah, Let's move on start. with the game. Let's keep going. I, I watch Headfield play rhythm guitar all day, baby. It's supposed to be a speed round, John. Uh, Food Fighters. Crap. Decisively. <laughs> you can cut that uh, Dave Grohl. Uh, <laughs> not doing the podcast fucking what do you call it a, a documentary yeah? uh, Deep Purple not crap right now we're talking yeah. The Who not crap Beastie Boys not crap nice The Rolling Stones not crap Ted Nugent music only crap uh. <laughs> come on man Stranglehold nothing free for all I don't know man I'm not I'm not a fan I don't know I, I was listening to a fucking free for all today at work, and he goes, he really wrote down the lyric, and and they wrote it down like three times and recorded. When in doubt, I whip it out. Right. I play in a rock and roll band. It's a free for all. So it's that that was, yeah. that's odd. Uh, I don't know. I, I I can appreciate why people like him, but it, it's just a strike a chord with me. Grand Funk Railroad. Not crap. Fog Hat. <laughs> Uh, I don't have a strong opinion. I'm right. sorry. Okay, so crap. If Slow Ride came on, would you change the radio station? <laughs> uh, I mean, John, slow stop leading the witness. It's just like wallpaper. It's just like classic <laughs> rock fodder, you know? John's leading the witness. I, I don't like this one. Objection. Uh, CCR. Oh, not crap. You it's never know. You never know when someone's going to crap like one of our favorite bands ever. So, uh, uh, you know, Bob Dylan. Not crap. Everly Brothers. Not crap. Bad Brains. Not crap. S- Boz Skaggs. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Boz Skaggs has his, has his moments. Yeah. But I'm, I also, it's weird with Boz Skaggs because he was my boss. What? Really? Ooh. Yeah, I worked at a oh bank, I, well, I worked at a couple music venues in San Francisco <laughs> where he was the owner. Get the hell out of here! You worked for Boss. Yeah, he would he would actually show up. Um, you know, he was around. He was like, I never met him, but um, I heard cooking the I heard books from other people that I worked with that he was. I don't know. It didn't sound like he was the great. He wasn't the worst boss, but he also wasn't the greatest boss. I picture like this strip club scenario, like you know, Boskags. No, it's not nearly that glamorous. <laughs> Boskags in the back office, like in a wood paneled office on like an old like IBM computer, <laughs> making the girls dance to Lido Shuffle, trying to figure out how he could skim a little off the top. Like a band's doing sound check, and he's just standing in the back of the room going, "It's no Lido Shuffle." <laughs> so Boskags, yeah, totally. No, I mean, I remember seeing him like like working behind the bar while we were sound checking the band and be like that's so weird that's 
That's my boss, Boss Gags. <laughs> so weird. Boss Gags. Boss Gags. Boss Gags is my favorite Starsky yeah. and Hutch character. Did he ever get those Duke boys, that Boss Gag? Boss Gags. Come on, you had to call him Boss Gags. If not, you guys it's missed hilarious. a golden freaking opportunity. Uh, let's go. Crap, not crap. Um, you know what? Let's get right to it. The most polarizing band in Crap, Not Crap we've ever uh, encountered. It's Let's just do it. Steely Dan. Ooh. Oh, not crap. Ooh. You son of a bitch. Now, what is it about Steely Dan that appeals to you? <laughs> okay, I like, I like, I love Steely Dan. I love their music. I love the songs. I'm not a nerd who likes a band just because it's good playing. I feel like that is often, the, you know, can work against bands. Like a Yingvei Malmsteen. Um, you know, <laughs> I fucking hate Yingvei Malmsteen. Add it to the list. It's like, I have friends who are, and I just don't get it. It's like, I don't know. It just sounds like Technical. I don't have any emotional connection to it at all. Exactly. Cup but um, <laughs> Steely Dan transcends that because the songs are catchy. The music, the singing, the lyrics are always, you know, icky, funny. <laughs> right. There's a lot of, yeah, icky, definitely perverted and weird. And it's, I've seen Steely Dan play twice. I've gone to see them live. I saw them play at the Greek Theater in Berkeley. Killer show. And it, it, the funniest part was at the end of the show, um, they play, I don't remember what the closing song was, but they finish, Walter Becker and Donald Fagan finish playing the song, and it's an outdoor amphitheater in the sun setting. It's like a beautiful night. And they finish playing, and they get up from, you know, Walter Becker puts his guitar down, Donald Fagan gets up from behind the piano. Thank God. They bow. The band is still playing. They get up, they walk off the stage, walk down the stairs to the side of the stage, where there's a limousine waiting. <laughs> they both get inside the limousine and drive away and Everyone in the audience can see this. Wow. Because it's this open air theater. Jesus. And it's like they just go off into the sunset and the band just kept playing <laughs> and uh That's pretty played out the song and they ended and it was over. It was like the most amazing exit. <laughs> they wanted to get to the bank before it closed. Hilarious. Cash that check quick. Right. Hey, you stay here, Donald Duck Dunn. We're gonna go cash a check. We'll be back in a little while, all right? Wrecking crew. Donald Duck. Where's the fucking uh, Go to the phone. <laughs> to the phone. <laughs> is your wife back there? Is she Sorry, I, no, yeah, but it's, uh, hold on, my um, uh, slight interruption here. I'm gonna re. I'm gonna move to another part of the house. It's Boss Skaggs. He's always on your back. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Hey, did you mix that band yet? And then he takes a cigar out of his mouth. <laughs> He's moving. He's not endless. He's moving exactly. to another room. He's moving to the study. Boss Skaggs walking around with a clipboard. <laughs> Clown him now. <laughs> Phil, do you have so, a... Okay, I'm uh, do you have back like... to normal here. What's going on? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, we, we, we thought Boss Skaggs was on your back and, uh, you know... Did you... Uh, you have uh, a... No, no. Not... I, I didn't boss. think about that. Like, you, you know, you have a house and stuff. <laughs> California. Junk. Can't be cheap. Do you... Is Sorry, that, what? Well, uh, he does uh -oh. have a regular job. You already told us about that. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got a studio, too. What's the name of the studio? The studio is called L Studio. And you're recording And it's... Yeah, recording studio. Um, you know, it's, uh, we have a... It's all analog. 
I was just going to um, ask. Big, you li- big live room. Um, Are you friends with Steve Albini? Since the early 80s. <laughs> and um, the Melvins recorded one of their earlier records there. Cool. Do you, uh, um, you subscribe? You, you're all, what are you, two inch tape and uh, no computer? Yeah, we have a two inch, two inch 16 track Ampex and a two inch, two inch 24 track Atari. And then we have two, what, have three quarter inch mixed down decks and a huge MCI console. Ooh, Fucking nice. Solid. And you. Yeah, it's all killer. It's really, it's a great studio. Um, Trans Am, we just finished our new record there and it's been busy lately. Um, have you been doing this your whole life? Are you all crazy into like a mic placement and uh, getting everything correct? Oh, mic placement's everything. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. You're super been, nerdy. I mean, I've been recording music since I was in high school. Right. And I don't know. I just got the bug, you know. When you were in high school, you're only a couple years old. Than me. Did they have like uh, you hear me slurring my speech, or did you have <laughs> like a, you know four track cassette recorders, or were you going uh, reel to reel? Not in my, not in my school, but I had one at home. I had like a, a little Fostex in your track. in your old school. Oh. I see what you're That's doing. A Steely, oh, that a Steely Dan reference? No. <laughs> <laughs> it was. But so do, do you uh do you know do you, do you subscribe to the Albini method? If there is a method of oh, just def- Oh, definitely. Yeah. Just letting, so uh, do like, you, do you, you know, some uh, people have described your, uh you to me as a producer. Do you subscribe to that or are you just uh, like uh, hey, I'm recording the band and that's it? I mean, I don't know. That's that's like a weird I understand Steve Albini's stance when it comes to that, and I think it comes as a reaction to a lot of, like, there is a little bit of, I do react a little bit when I hear someone say that they're a producer, but if they produce music that I like, then that's one thing, you know? Well, there's different levels, like, you're not, you're not, you're not saying, like, hey, guys, I think you should put a bridge in this song. Do you create a wall (laughs) of sound? Or, or, Or are you? Would you make a suggestion? Yeah, I know. I don't. I don't really go there as as an engineer. Sometimes people ask me to produce their records, and I'm like, "Well, I have to think about it because, like, do I have enough invested? Do I like this music enough to want to do that sort of thing? Like, do can I hear? I don't know. I mostly wind up playing the the engineer role and just approaching it from a technical perspective and then you know the producer is like acts as the editor when it's like oh i I think you guys could probably play that song better you know you don't leave it a hundred percent up to the band because sometimes the band doesn't know you know they don't hear what you're hearing they can't hear it outside of themselves so you have to be like well that was a little shaky can't i think you guys could probably do it better than that and then it's like are you a producer at that point maybe I don't know. I don't know. Well, it depends on how deep you get into it. You could say you could do it better, or you could say, like, hey, man, I think you should put a drum fill in here or something. You know, I don't know. Yeah, no, I wouldn't go that far. I leave, I mean, I trust that the musicians who I'm recording have taken the time to, like, work out their songs, you know. uh, Or if a band is, like, floundering and they're really, like, stuck on something, then it's, like, you know, you take a break and, like, try to figure out why or... I don't know. 
anyway. there are ways of there are ways of doing it without being like you guys need to do it this way. Like I don't like to dictate because I've definitely been on the other side of the glass where you get some like over eager. Totally. And then you person it, recording you, and you're like, "No, that's not it. That's not the song." It, or like, and then it could put a downer on the whole fucking thing. Then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, "Yeah, it's shit, like that's man. not what we sound like, or whatever." But you know, that's that's if you go into the studio with the with the with a plan, and it's like not like sometimes it's at odds with the person on the other side of the glass, yeah, and yeah. they want to hear it a different way. It's like it's hard to play rock and roll when some when someone said something critical and then all of a sudden you feel like there's some kind of pressure on you and then the record sounds weird forced or yeah or like someone trying to push you in a direction you're not comfortable in going stop, and stop like there's all tape. kinds of weird passive aggressive bullshit that can happen i don't know luckily i haven't had that experience almost ever and i can't even think of you know right now i can't even think of but i've seen it happen before and i've definitely recorded with people who have had negative experiences in the studio and they have this, they're like weirdly cagey because, or like even almost offensive because they've been put through these like traumatic recording experiences where it's like, I don't know. And, and I have to talk to them and be like, look, you do what you want to do. This is your record. Let's make your record. And like, I'm not going to tell you how to do it or like, Outside. I think that's really important. It's like, otherwise, it's like, I don't know. Outside of creative, do you uh, stop the tape if uh, something technical happens? Like if a uh, guitar player knocks over the uh, a stool or something? or if, uh, Leave it in, man. Right, if, or if, the amp, if the amp gets crunchy or something like that, I mean, will you stop the tape or do you just let it roll? Uh, oh, I would let it roll to the end of the song and then let them... Get another yeah, you never know. Be, right. You know, because sometimes people don't care. It's like, okay. I'm not I'm not going to get too hung up on that unless it sounds like something, it sounds like terrible or it's catastrophic, you know? Right. Right. But it's how usually often better you... to just like wait and make that decision later. How often know? are you recording? Like, you, are you doing this all the time? For, like, you know... I do. I mean, I was I worked as a recording engineer for a long time, but um, I recently took this day job, um, and now I do the recording. I basically I have two jobs, so I'll leave the radio gig and I'll ride my bike down to the studio, and then I'll work at the studio, and then also I book weekends at the studio. So it's been a really busy. What are, you, what, are your, what are your rates? What are your... For better or for worse. <laughs> like... All right. So we, everyone, it's called L Studio, right? Yeah, yeah. Is that? Am I pronouncing it correctly? Yeah, it is correct. Is L there Studio. a website? L Studio. Well, you can go to Google's. Google Google that up. Google DRI. Replacements, yeah, crap, Google, not L crap. LStudioSF.com. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. Let's just continue a couple more replacements. Crap, not crap. Uh, not crap. Iron Maiden. Not crap. Van Halen. Not crap. Who's your least favorite member of Van Halen? And why is it Alex oh, Van Halen? <laughs> well, I mean, of I'm all a time, fan of everybody. Diamond Dave era Van Halen. Yeah. Well, um, just least favorite member. That's tough. 
Is it Wolfie? Michael I don't know Anthony's why I asked secret that. Weapon, you can't have Van Halen without Alex Van Halen. Right. And Diamond Dave, it's like... You can't. I don't know. That's that's like a trick question. Yeah, man. I, I just surprised myself. <laughs> you have to answer it, though. <laughs> okay. Well, a... then it's, it's Sammy Hager. He's my least favorite. All right. Member. So, out of the uh, forget about him. The other guys. Who do you kill? You're in an elevator with four Van Halen members <laughs> and and Hitler, Valerie and you only have three bullets or something. You know that old Valerie. tale from the okay. scene. Okay, I would I would probably kill Michael Anthony. Wow. Oh, really? Kill I mean, I'm not going to kill either of the Van Halen brothers. If you kill one of the Van Halen brothers, <laughs> you make Van Halen less Van Halen. I throw Alex off a bridge before and, I even okay, and then touch let's go, let's go one step. You, let's go one step further than that. Van Halen is now even more Van Halen than Michael Anthony's not in the band right. because he was, was replaced by Wolfgang Van Halen. That's right. So, <laughs> it's, I don't know. I mean, I'm not... Dude, what's Van Halen without I Michael, love Michael Anthony? Anthony. You've, you've put me in a position parties. here. That's right. That's my job. We backed you into a corner. <laughs> All right, I'll let you off the hook. R.E.M. Crap, not crap. Okay, that's... If you had to kill a member one, of... Because I, I would say not crap... But that's very marginal. <laughs> you got a waffle factor there, so <laughs> there's like so it, it's true. It's such a weird band, right? There's like a couple like brilliant songs, and then a bunch of like right. stuff. Uh, I have I have a hard time with them. I don't think they've aged as well as I, I would have liked. You too. You too. That's right. Hello. Yeah. You, you asked you too. Um, not no, no. Crap. The edge. Not crap. You like the Edge's guitar playing? Are you a fan? I love the Edge. I mean, I'm a fan of like the first. I even like Joshua Tree. Yeah, it's great. You know, I'm a fan of all, and even stuff post Joshua Tree. I like. Yeah. I'm. It's you know. I also like the Eagles. There, there it is. Well, that was my last fan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice have, talking to you. Well, usually, <laughs> usually I go the Eagles, and everyone, you know, 100 percent of people go crap, and I go Joe Walsh, and. Hundred percent of people go not crap. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I I I like both the Eagles and I like Joe Walsh. Um, I maybe like Joe Walsh more than the Eagles. If you but... had to pick James Gang or Eagles, uh, you know, what do you pick? Oh, definitely James Gang over yeah. the Eagles. Have you seen that James Gang video on YouTube where it's like a live um, walk away? Not the album. Yeah, version. yeah, yeah. It's like from British television. I think it's, it's like all psychedelic and stuff. Yeah, right. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I know the one. It's in a different key, dude. That's the one. That's <laughs> I, the, I like the it's the best better. fucking video I've ever seen in my life. You like the what the album yeah. version? Yeah. You're out of your no, mind. The album I version stinks. What with Get the backup vocals? You're out of your mind. You're out of your tree. Out of here. Out of here. You're fired. I love the way it sounds. John, fire him and let him do his thing. Phil, crap, not crap. Yes. Oh, not crap. Really? Yeah. Are you a prog rock fan? Oh, hell yeah. Melvin's. <laughs> not crap. Well, James Gang Eagles, we skipped those. Motley Crue. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say crap. <laughs> crap? I thought yeah. he was going to give a big explanation. <laughs> Black Flag. I don't really like Motley Crue. I can't, I can't say that I'm into them. Black Flag. Oh, not crap. Mountain. Not crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Alice Cooper. Crap. Ooh. John's writing. I don't know what that means. <laughs> you made I the list, Phil. Uh, <laughs> He's taking notes. 
I know Tommy's uh, thing. Rush. Big, big. Not crap. Really? Ooh. Roll the bones? <laughs> yeah, well, they have a lot of albums. That's true. <laughs> they do. Frank Zappa. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, I'm going to say not crap because he has enough good material that I think he qualifies Ooh. as not crap. Pink Floyd. Not crap. Neil Diamond. Not crap. Helmet. <laughs> not crap. Sleep. Not crap. No, I said go, go to sleep. <laughs> uh, Green Day. Crap. Deftones? Crap. Why is this on my list, Tom? Ta- that one? New yeah. stuff. But here's one that Tommy wrote down. It says Talking Head, which I believe is just David <laughs> Byrne. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have an S. But. Talking Heads. Talking Heads, not crap. Okay. Eddie Money. Mm. Not crap. Nice. The Cure. Not crap. The Beatles. <laughs> not crap. <laughs> All right, let's let this guy go to go. go All home. right, one more. This, 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 this one kind of messes people up, believe it or not. It's like 50-50, I think. Kiss. Good one. Ooh, crap. Wow, see? Yeah, I'm not into Kiss. Yeah, I don't like Alice Cooper, and I don't like Kiss. I can see that. Which is weird, because I'm a big Melvin's fan. <laughs> right. I like Kiss. That's crap, not crap with Phil Manley. Yeah. Phil, you've been on the phone with us for an hour and 20 minutes, dude. I'm, saying, I'm so sorry to keep I'm you on. I'm going to make dinner. I think it's all falling apart uh, here. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'm sorry, man. Thanks for staying on for with us for so long. I, I could talk to you. Yeah, well, it's been nice to chat. Nice it's because I'm on heroin. <laughs> Uh, th- I, hope I, I hope I get to meet you at the St. Vitus show. Yeah, yeah man. I, right. I, I already bought four tickets. I'm, I'm not being a radio guy. I'm definitely going to fucking be there. No doubt about it. I would love to see you. Tra- I, I never saw Trans Am. Never. Look at that. Well, come, come and introduce yourself while uh, while you're there. I will. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Phil, Dude. thanks so much, man. That was great. Yeah, you're welcome. Anything you want to plug? Your 17 bands? No, I think, I think we've covered it all. You've right. <laughs> <laughs> right, said it all. Well, buy, buy the new Trans Am um, EP coming out on, in April, California Hotel. California Hotel? <laughs> <laughs> he really does That's like right. the I Eagles. I told you I like the Eagles. We all like the Eagles. So. <laughs> Who's the worst Eagle? <laughs> Who's the worst eagle? That's... Easily Don Henley. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right. The best use of You've seagull made, sounds. You've made a serious enemy today, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Phil. I really appreciate it, man. It's really nice. All right. To do it. All right, man. Take it easy. Good luck. Take Later, care. Buddy. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. Yep. There he is. There's Phil Manley of Trans Am. That was great. Life coach. The fucking champs. Engineer, guy, father. Dude. Daughter, I suppose, a son to someone. Good parent. <laughs> hey, he's out there. He's talking shit with us. Good job, Eagles man. fan. Hell yeah. yeah. That was a, an hour and 20 minute fucking interview. <laughs> Dude, I could keep... Look, I'd like to talk, talk to that guy. Uh, keep yeah, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Tommy's, I'm him. Tommy's waving his hands. Yeah, flailing. Exactly. This is my problem. We go through crap, not crap, and I'm like, so, uh, you too. And then I spend a half an hour That's talking what I about the guy. I know, dude. I have a problem. I'm it's sorry, good, though. It's good. It's good. I, 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 I like the insight into people's minds about what the band is. I love Crap Not Crap because you get to hear like a different spin on each band every time. And I'm like, oh, Tommy's pointing at me. We, we're gonna, we have 10 minutes to do Crap Not Crap, 10 to, 10 to 11. <laughs> 40 minutes later. Yeah. Hey. I, I mean, I could do Crap Not Crap 
Hey, Tommy, I got something to tell you. Three hours. We got speaking of music. Call the show Crap Not Crap. I was was driving through Peekskill today and I passed by the historic uh, Paramount Theater. Oh, Oh, yeah. They got the big marquee out there and it's always these like really two bit classic fog hats always out there. (laughs) Tito Puente Jr. is going to be playing (laughs) soon. And today I see there's there's a band that's going to be playing there. Who's that? This coming spring. Who's that? The Association. The Association. Yeah. We gotta go to that, Ryan. I gotta swear to God, I don't know anything about this band. Well, Chad Chooch on the the job. Everyone's talking about. You guys want to go for a laugh? Shock me by the Kiss song, but that's a nice Freely song, pretty much. Put on the black leather. (laughs) (laughs) Shock me, make me feel better. You know, that's good. Whatever happened to Black life? Diamond's good. She is good. Kiss suck. Um, Deuce is great. I, Detroit Rock City's she, good. She is the best Deuce is good. Look it up. Yeah. Strutter's, Strutter's good. You played that at the Islander game the other night. I, I refuse to admit I like Kiss. God gave like rock and roll. Good songs. No, that's no, terrible. That's a <laughs> Mott the Hoople song, first of all. By the way, to ask him that. Fucking Derek Trucks just blew his head off in front of his wife. What? No. But the other. No, it was the other. The other hey, how you doing, man? I'm, I'm alright. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was doing an interview. Yeah, you were working. Yeah, hey, man. Uh, yeah, uh, the was drummer for the Allen Brothers. Butch yeah, yeah. I thought it was Butch, like a no, yeah, it wasn't Derek. Not Derek. Yeah. That's Butch his nephew. Trucks. Butch Trucks, yeah. the drummer who's been with the Allen Brothers the entire freaking yeah, crazy. time. Is Jambo still alive? He's still around. Yeah, Jambo. He was Jambo. Jambo. He was racist. Hello, hello there. He's busy hitting the timbales. Kick me in the timbales. Yeah. You gotta bring. <laughs> you gotta bring. <laughs> what was that, Bob Hope? You gotta bring. <laughs> he kicked me right in the timbales. <laughs> that Angelian boy. Yeah, I, mean, I gotta tell that Angelian. <laughs> She's some swell looker. <laughs> um, yeah, this yeah is Bob dropped a steam. Huh? Hey man, this is driveway. Hope. That's dark. This is some eulogy to Butch Trucks. Yeah, right. The poor guy. Yeah, man. Just, it's dark as hell. I was real concerned about it. You mentioned, Ryan mentioned Tito Puente Jr. <laughs> uh, like, 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 is in a road case? Dude, I, I kind of like the Allen Brothers in Tito, a way. Yeah, I'm really good. Yeah? You don't crap, not crap? Well, Peter, you're grateful to like, you know. My favorite guest on The Simpsons. It's <laughs> <laughs> mad. It puts his fist in the fire. After Dwayne, though, it gets kind of weird. That's like. Two songs into the career. Yeah, that's they all you need, though. Yeah. I've seen them a few times. No, they, they, made, they made two albums, right? And Whipping Post was 1969. I hate that song so much. I don't think it charted high at all. It's like a classic rock staple later on. But then Dwayne Allman dies. They do Eat a Peach. And what's the big song off of that, Pete? Eat Mountain Peach? Jam? Is that on that? Blue Sky. Blue Sky is good. Yeah. Be, no, no, there's like the biggest song they ever had. In memory of Elizabeth, Elizabeth Reed. Reed. That's yeah. not that biggest yeah. song. That's a big one. No, Melissa. That Sweet one. Melissa. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't Rambo. It's a uh, Rambling Man is the biggest Ramblin song. Man. Ever. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah, but that that's on Eat a Peach. I don't think that's on Eat a Peach, is it? Yeah, uh, really? I don't know. That was later. <laughs> that's like 73 or 74. All right, everybody, we're going to take a break. Tommy Rockstar's going to throttle me in two seconds. He's all waving his arms around. Tommy's getting a job at JFK directing planes. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Phil. And uh, you're listening to Live from the Broad here on hey, Radio. Sully, land Pudums. over here. We're going to take a break, Mikey, and we'll be back after this. <laughs> <laughs>
I want my hair cut. Yeah, might as well. Got nothing better. Dude. Yeah, they told you my clippers are broke, right? Let's sit right there. Move those records. Yeah, right there. Sit. This chair is dirty. Ah, uh, you gonna start complaining? Uh, anyway, what kind you want? Hot mic, hey, hot mic. And put, put Does that the out. Does smoke bother you? Of course it bothers me, and that's disrespect, man. You see the no smoking sign, and plus my incense, it don't blend. It don't blend, man. Where are you from, anyway? I'm from New York. Well, uh, hmm. Where do you come from? <laughs> Strong Island, glad you asked. Land of the Golden Records, home of the hits. Do you Platinum have popular Island. records? Yeah, no, we just started, but we got, like, many different styles and all that. Jazz, funk, blues, Jeep music. Yeah, you like that, right? Like the Jeep. No, only folklore records. Folklore. That's some stories, right? As a matter of fact, we do got a few of those, right? Could you track. play one for me? Uh, yeah, pass me the tape right there. Nah, other one, other one. Yeah, check it out. That the Walkman, huh? The new gas which we wrote by KMD. It's kind of funky with a lot of bass. Yeah, but I bet you wonder where they got the bass from. Tell me about it. Yeah, well, let me tell you this story. Come on now, let them tell you the story. Friday. I believe it was a payday. I'm a rocking myself, goes on a subway to catch the X train. The drums go Brooklyn. Plan was a night of intense hooking. We entered the club where we hooked till we dropped one stop. To exit, I spoke of this prop. Talked about how bouncing guns, the word bundles on the tip of my fronts when approached this big fat seven foot. I'll teach you to talk to my girl. Southern I geese, I'm expender, but blocking them was fast. I looked back and fast was headlocking them. I was clocking about two blocks per minute. And then I thought that voice is something definitely familiar in it. Not long did I cram from the lows, I knows it was the 808 man. Come. Come. They heard the clocking crazy mileage like a 60 deck of map. Ducked into an alley like a kick drum ab. Stopped and told sub, but sub was stumped. I said, Do you recall the bass that bumped in the jeeps of the street as a pedestrian bop? Heard with vocals with any hip hop beat drop. You know, and the everything bass. happened as it did before. But sub was impassable to escape harassment. Hi. Looks like a crook out of sight. All my might was took. My boy's hooked and hooked. I just got turned on to your groovy melody. So look, no immediate danger did I see myself in. Watching round the block, thinking, ah, Yo, Kev. Onyx was headlocked and some rock was half Nelson. Think I was wrapping up. Man, you wrong, Tron, bro. Come. Why don't you work? Why don't you? Why don't you? Come. Why don't you? 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 Why don't you work this Man, you guys must be really scared. Was I? You think I wasn't? Man, I was pet. How was your trip to Mars? What were you thinking about? I was thinking about my cousin Amos. If he asked me once, he'd ask me a dozen times to go bowling with him. But still, I wasn't running from the base, man, as he walked up. Then from the back, my thoughts are formed up. The teachings of Mr. Hood. And I began to recall when suddenly it dawned. Oh, Lesson one. If a sucker tries to come, let him come. 
Said a keeper of a hood is his brotherhood. As we helped him up, he said, Damn, you so pack a punch. I had a hunt who was a hood. Oh. Ebony base, a color with the oh. 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 Um. Um. How was your trip to Mars? Um. How was your trip to Mars? Why don't you want to try to get me into hands? I had to go. How was your, 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 how was your trip to Mars? Yeah, but Ken, you know where they got the base from now, right? Yeah, yeah, sure do. Carl Hendricks trio for you. What was the first Carl Hendricks song we heard, Jody? High on Drugs. Naked and High on Drugs. Uh, rest in peace, Carl Hendricks. Great, great, just a fucking great band, you know? The best songwriter. Oh, and the best song titles. <laughs> what were some of the titles, Pete? We love them. Thank you. Thank God we have limes. It's a good and, uh, one. Cool Breeze. Lord, man. Hold fucking, on, Cool Breeze. Cool the breeze. men's room at the airport. Worst cup of coffee you ever had. That's the name of this one. You know, I don't know, man. So good. Life's girls fucking like short, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. What you know? What are we doing here, Pittsburgh? Let's do something on this earth, like go to Vegas without Jody. <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> With her friends. Hope when, you choke on it. When's that happening? I am. Uh, here's here's my schedule. Ready time for my sketch? Yeah, I want the sketch. Does it sound like everything's way louder all, all of a sudden? The headphones are a little louder, which is what I requested. That's sounds nice. good. Yeah, sounds, sounds good. good actually. Sounds good. All right. I need as more long kick as the, in the monitor. As, as, long as, <laughs> as long as we're hitting the... Uh, oh, yeah. We're still hitting the recording fine. So I just, I just feel way more self-conscious now that I'm loud. Deep, and sexy I also voice like it because I have a feeling of power. Like <laughs> Donald Trump. You <laughs> hear that schedule? Uh, my, here's my schedule, right? So uh, I work today. Uh, I got to work at 6.30. I came here, I cleaned the garage, and I did the show. And I'm doing the show. 
after this, I will uh, go to sleep for a couple hours. I will wake up again at 5.30. 5.35 is a cutoff. If, if I don't wake up by 5.35, I'm not making it to the train. What time's the train? It's over. The train's at, well, it's 5.58 on Friday. It's 6 o'clock on the weekend. But if I, I lie to myself and think I'm going to get ready in five minutes. And I don't even like look in the mirror or nothing. I, it takes me like <laughs> roll ten, out. It takes yeah. me like ten minutes to put my jeans on. And my like you know I I underestimate the time. And then I'm halfway out the door and I gotta make a duty. Oh. <laughs> Robin. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, so I gotta I make know. a duty. Anyway, you know? so here's my sketch, Tom. So yep. this t- work and then this and then tomorrow early. Oh, you're doing a show tomorrow, right? Leaving uh, leaving work tomorrow. Going, I gotta bring my guitar in the morning. Go straight to practice because Dan Darrett got a new job and is sick and has the flu and he got hit by a truck, <laughs> Oof. or whatever. <laughs> but it's okay. Everything's working out for him. Everything's working great. Mm-hmm. So we gotta practice. We haven't practiced in a few weeks. We have to practice like the couple hours before the show. Talking about practice. Oh, it's always a good idea. And then I, ass- I assume yeah. uh, you know I'm just, just gonna hang out hate. with Pat. And we're gonna load the fucking van, or if we don't have it loaded already before, I don't even know what's what the deal. And then we're gonna play the show. Right. Which is, it starts at 8, I assume, around at like 9 or 9.30. Where? At Hank's? Yeah. yeah cool. Hank's Saloon tomorrow night, Risk of War. Oh, yeah. yeah. With, with Runny. With it's special Runny. guest Runny. It's the, uh, ru- it's no, the, rele- it's the release show. <laughs> Runny Mund. Special <laughs> appearance. <laughs> I don't know what happened. We got to turn these headphones down. It's driving me nuts. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Runny Mon, Flat Runny. <laughs> Runny, it's Runny's uh, record release show, so we agreed to play that, which I wanted to cancel, and I can't believe we're doing it. And I still might cancel. I, st- I still might blame it on Dan. Like I'm thinking, I'm gonna like like kick Dan. I'd be totally fine with blaming it all on Dan. Grant, uh, kick Dan's grandmother down the stairs or something. You know, uh-huh. Jesus. I could always jump in behind the skins. Kick his it's dog. okay, Pete. His grandmother's dead. Oh. So anyway, I don't know. So all right, so do the show. Okay, she's dead. Right? Now, right. I play, she's now, now I play a rock show. Go home. Next morning, got to bring my suitcase into work. You know why? Why's that? We're going to work Sunday. Leave straight from work on Sunday to JFK oh, this is happening on the train. Now. Wow, this is happening this weekend. I'm not going to have two minutes to do anything. Wow. Is it rolling? Welcome to the life of Tommy like Rockstar. You're a man on the go. Well, I have a, I have two options. I have the backpack, and I packed a rolling, a new rolling suitcase. Oh, the rolling. Man. I don't rolling. know, man. You go roll, right? I'd, the next time you, I'd fat, ban those, man. I know. I hate, it was up to I, me. I kick them. I kick. Them. How, how and then wobbles. Yeah. How yeah, long yeah. Are you gone for, dude? Three days. Okay, so you're going this week. All right. For what? What is it? My friend Devin invited me to uh, uh, go celebrate his friend Russ's birthday. They're all going to be down in Vegas. Holy shit! With the great Steve Albini. He is there, and uh, you don't even want to know the. Te- so he starts this group text tonight. With everyone who's involved in this, it's like a ten guys and Russ's like cousins, and, like Wobbles, Wobbles, <laughs> who's there with him and Devin, Steve Albini. Uh, I don't want to tell tales out of school, but he's not in good shape money wise right now. <laughs> really, he took a bad beat. I'm not going to say. I'm going to say that he's texting everyone to please bring money. <laughs> Weird to Las Vegas. What is he expecting everyone to else borrow? To... Oh. <laughs> Suitcases full of cocaine. I don't say this often. Can we do the news? Yeah, let's do the news. <laughs> Wait a minute. What Wait, the hell's going on? We'll go right into the He's news. only been there for like 10 hours and he blew his whole wad. Is wow. what I'm saying. Yeah, wow. Hey, John. Yes. Oh, no. I've been here for a while, Tom. You don't he have needs to a marker. Me. What's up, Mario? Hey, nothing much, John. What's up with you? I don't know. The radio show sounds Tom all just, weird. I yeah, want to Tom, just, I like Tom just wanted to knock on the bar. You know what? I can actually hear and I don't have to yell. 
This is amazing. I like it. Good. Well, welcome. Hey, Jody. Hello. <laughs> hey, Mario. Hi, Ryan. Here's the point in the show where Mario says hello to My hello master everyone. of ceremonies, uh, John Houlihan, and my master of crime, Mr. Sarah, Mr. Rockstar goes to Washington. That was fun, Tommy. Thanks a lot. No problem. But we, we, we committed a crime? Oh, that was way too loud. Yeah, yeah. We were actually protesting. That's against the law now. It is to protest against the law, but not, not in Washington, D.C. That's just only in Louisiana. All right. That was Mario's segment. What's yeah, in the news? Yeah, okay. My car's yeah, here. <laughs> All right, I'll go home now. No, I mean, now. literally, oh, my Come on, Mario. You have something to say. You had, you I, had seven you had a, hours to come up with. You had a good interview, and I Mario, I this is what I purpose. think. I like, I, think. I like that I come later and let you guys talk, and now I know that you don't need... Uh, I, early shift was in trouble for a while, and now you don't <laughs> yes, need you it. Are. And I'm perfectly happy coming here and uh, killing 10 minutes of your time. Well, so any, you don't have to anytime. kill any time. I want to say one thing to you, though. I, I appreciate that you guys went down there to Washington, D.C. to march. And it was a great thing you did. It's great. Here's the caveat. Caveat is that every <laughs> video is like a joke. You made a big joke out of it. You have a megaphone you, on the you, subway. You made a goddamn mockery of the thing. Yes, I did. <clears throat> and Mario smells like shit, Chance. I totally <laughs> flipped it. Did which you see is, what I which did Which is there? hilarious, but no, it's I not totally funny, I totally flipped though. it. I took Mario smells like shit, and I turned it into Donald smells like shit. Who smells, Tommy? Donald. What's he smell like? Do you shit? realize, do you ever look around, because you, you're, you're completely oblivious to anyone's feelings besides your own, that, like, do you ever look around at the other people and see them, like, looking at you, like, what the fuck I, I just say he was, a, he, was a fan, he was a fan favorite down there. Live, Don't defend it, Tommy. Did the hat get a lot of, like, That man who gave me the dead stare in the picture where I'm blowing Avi's eardrums out is hilarious. What am I going to do when that man is vetted and thrown out of the country? Who's going to who's gonna stare at me then? It's a women's march. It's not a, a march. Yeah. This is a time for oh, men. Yes. You've had enough Million march. Mario oh, march. It's a women's march. Stop talking. Jody has something to say. She's a woman. <laughs> no, I, I just said, said plenty of marches. Jody, do you think it's a, it's a time for like men to just march and be quiet? Yeah. yeah. And the man uh, brings a megaphone, megaphone to the goddamn First, thing. On the and metro. he's screaming like catchphrases. No one knows what the Tommy hell he's talking brought about. The megaphone. He's singing Mama Knows wait. There'll Be Days Like This. I will wait. Staring him. He was singing Billy Bragg so songs too. I will wait. But you're not waiting. When you talk, you're talking. All right. <laughs> now, all right. Now you can talk. <laughs> First of all, Tommy brought the megaphone and I was helping him pop his protest cherry because the poor boy was never in a protest whatsoever let's just bring him to a jets game because that's how you <laughs> i stayed perfectly just the right amount of inebriation he's, he's, he's so using the phrase popping a cherry yeah. to describe going to a women's now, march we, we get there at five in the morning and the lady is sleeping where we're supposed to like kind of crash <laughs> and we finally get in and it is like 6 30 by the time everybody's like settled in to get like an hour's sleep right and tommy's got the master bedroom with lovely leah Leah. Yeah. Leah. And uh, <laughs> me and Avi are sleeping out on the couches. And now at 8.30, she gets up because her friends come over. So I go up and I talk to them. I introduce myself. We have a nice talk. and get ready. They show me their signs. I get all the information. I come down. And I say, Avi, all right, we're ready to go. He goes, all right, we got to wake up Tommy. Tommy, the it must be a millennial thing. A what? A millennial thing? Because he's like, oh, oh, I need six hours sleep. <laughs> I need Starbucks. I need ham and eggs. So like, Can you now, say millennial? I need ham and eggs. Millennial. <laughs> say millennial. Don't jelly. I don't say millennial. <laughs> Listen, say I was listening I'm to telling you, millennial. Millennial. Say a millennial. Millennial. Millennial? Millennial. Millennial Trump. <laughs> So anyway, his whole body contorts when he tries now, to say. So I'm Hello. Avi is having a shit fit. I go make a cocktail. I Avi doesn't even sleep. drink. 
I had a vodka cranberry. I go out for a smoke. At 8 in the morning. And I come that back, and Avi's like, holy shit, Mario. I don't believe this guy. We got to go. We <laughs> got to go Irish? right now. And it's like 9.30. And finally, <laughs> at 11, we get him to move ready. And he's like, but we have to. Let's it's 9.30. March doesn't start till like 11. They, well, they that's when I wake up. And Avi wanted to go by 9.30. 8.30 you wake up after left. drinking all night? No, after getting in at 6 a.m. You're not, they're not sleep. on teacher's hours like you. Avi works sleep. in the movies and Tommy, you know, works for himself printing underwear or whatever the fuck <laughs> now, he's doing. Now it's 11. So me now undies. I'm like, that's fine. <laughs> and I'm he's glad. He's me undies. I'm glad. I'm glad that we I'm this is Tommy Rockstar's oh. father, English Rockstar. He print me on these, go. Well, listen, Where's I, me on these, right? I'm glad that it's 11 o'clock because, all right. Tommy's giving me a signal, but I don't know. I'm glad it's 11 o'clock because I know that we're going to sit there and wait 11. for a long time. And that's why I started singing because we were pretty much corralled for two hours without moving. Yeah, Mary- we're meant to meet the march at half 11, right? This but- is Tommy Rockstar's old man. Come here, you. <laughs> but here's what Tommy says. Well, it's 11 o'clock. Can't even finish. We are going to go drive and get some eggs and coffee. And then we'll come back and we'll get the Uber. And I'm like, English breakfast. I'm like, Tommy, Beans. no, no, no. There's eggs there at the station. No, there's there's bangers and mash. <laughs> so now here's the hilarious part. And brown sauce, right? Black pudding. See what it's twenty dollars for a haircut. What's the brown <laughs> sauce, right? One pound fish. Mary, we were stuck in a pen the whole time. We couldn't move. Right. Well, Every week, is- Tommy, your dad's gonna be from a different, <laughs> different country. country. <laughs> Uh, hello, this is uh, 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 Mr. Uh, Rockstar. Uh, sorry, all right, guys. Hello there. All right, so can I, uh, Listen, you don't understand you guys the hate. Are cracking yourselves up. You don't understand the hate mail I've gotten from the Japanese in the last three weeks. Oh, my God. Go ahead, Mary. Go ahead. Hello. I'm not going to go, Tommy. These boys are out of control. So we tell, I get into the Uber, and me and Avi are sitting there, and I say, look, he's going to come in here, and he's going to ask if there's there's an egg egg place and coffee place by the train station. And she's like, I don't know. I said, just say there is. I need eggs. And then we come in, and Tommy's like, is there a place to get food (laughs) and some coffee? And she's like, "Uh, yes. And, And Avi's cracking up. So we get there, and is there, uh, there is no place. It was a crap <laughs> But we got there Over pretty easy. late, Tommy. Right. Yeah, yeah, we got there For your l- first protest, you were a little lax in getting getting mobilized. Yeah, well, you know, I need my beauty sleep, you know? So that's, I need to sleep. I only sleep. Sleep in a coffin. He the had his sun. water in a pouch. During I the daylight hours. <laughs> <laughs> I hey, John. Ma- and then they wake up, and they have... Oh. A light breakfast. Then I protest. In English breakfast. Down with the sun. And then we will protest under the dark of night. He is taken away. (laughs) On the mall we descend. Gay right. We descend on the mall. (laughs) (laughs) Many of us. All of my minions. What's that time? My children (laughs) of the night. All of us shall descend. We all all carry signs. We wear the pink pussy. We shall. (laughs) We drew. Claire's. We drew our signs in blood. Mary's point is that. (laughs) (laughs) We take the cross. We hang them upside down. I can't go there. Mario's point is that he was drinking cranberry and vodka for early on because he had nothing else to do. He was stuck in a pen. I'm Tommy. I bit bit Ben's Mario drew his signs in cranberry vodka. I, I drew my signs in blood. I had a mimosa. Blood vodka. 
That's right. The world is falling apart, Tommy, and these fucking guys can care less. The world is falling apart. What you want to know is tell me that I was improper at the women's march. You were. You were totally out of control. You were. You were out of control. It's not a Jets game. You think it's a big party. You think it's a kumbaya moment or candlelight vigil. No. Can you go to. I was there in solidarity with my sister's brother, and I was glad that you were motivated and you got your ass down to meet your wife and Sharon, which was equally as impressive. That is true. No, I. I, no one should I be impressed. Way, it was there for the beer. Whatever by my involvement, I did not. I did not. Totally was there. I was there for the beer. I did not want to meet my wife whatsoever. I was very tired. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I didn't even know. She's like, meet me at the bar. I thought the protest would be over, and I found myself in the middle of it, and I started. Uh, you just stumbled into it. I stumbled beer. right into it, and uh, you know, it was going. It was so many people, Tommy. From I walked from my job, like uh, like a mile to where they were. Non nonstop flow of people. It's amazing what happened. Around and I walk the world. by everyone like a weirdo, going right on, right on. They're like, whatever, weirdo. It's New York. It's fuck yeah. It's amazing what happened around the world. Yeah, it was all, there was no scene you anything. I flew over still. the crowd Every like day, a bat. Yeah. Every day. I you flew over the stop. crowd. Flew over the crowd, dropping leaflets. <laughs> <laughs> John Ma- stop, in a bad costume. Mary and I started. We went to the Washington Monument, and then we went all the way it to the was White like, House. It we was touched like the, white, the Wailing Wall. There. Uh, all right, that's great. But you got you, you went wall. down there, <laughs> <laughs> and you, did you post anything serious? It was all about you. It's not about the John, people. John, I did it my where, way. You, you gotta. You don't do it your I way. It's it not your way. way. It's not your place. It's a, a women's march. And a Smoke lot on the water. That's, my, that's the only way. Let I know. the women speak. You don't show up there with no. a megaphone. John, we needed Mario's support. He was in. T- Listen. T- yes, you did, but you made a mockery. I have brought <laughs> the actual lyrics to my protest songs, and oh, you see, they were boy. all geared. Sitting on the park. I did a little warm up with smoke. Blood. Well, let's hear it. He's driving down his nose. Right. Smithsonian. If you listen to Mama said, there'd be days like this. Oh boy. All right. It goes. Mama said, don't worry. Be like they shtick. can't take away our reproductive <laughs> rights. And Mama said, don't worry, even though I might not get paid as much as a man might. That's a lot of, to get a uh, crowd going. Mama People were listening to me. They were understanding. You I also, no they had no choice. Then... I think we did a good job with Get Up Stand Up, right? Tom? Yeah, there was a lady. There was a lady who was actually yeah, like. She was singing with me. Why don't you take a bunch that? of white I dudes did. She Get Up Stand Up? I was just annoying everybody. I was Mama like, said there'd be days like this. You went I down. only come out. In the night. Oh, Wait, Mama said. Mama said. Mario just said he went down there to annoy everyone and galvanize the crowd. I, I was galvanizing the crowd. Tommy, you were. You there was. The I galvanized. Don't tread on me. There was a woman who took. I never lost. There was a woman who took fancy. To... <laughs> it takes me a millennia to rust. There was a woman who I took fancy to Mario, nice. John. I am the undead. There she, were women, what? There was a woman specifically who took fancy to Mario. Of course, she started he's a following him around. He's a charming motherfucker. That's why we had. Magnet. She was singing with me, but she was on the megaphone with me. And but yeah. then she started following you around, like after you said goodbye to her, she was like, you were like, she was stuck I'm to your sorry. hip. You found the one chick with a panda I hat, Italian there. fetish. <laughs> back in the day, back in the day when I used to do the ERA marches, yes, I would uh, maybe look for some companionship. Is that when you were but marching now, against Dwight Gooden's pitching staff in Rio Park? That's what he thought it was about. I would say I met a one. Beautiful woman in California on an ERA march. It was great. We, oh, that's we good, but it's a, you, do you understand you're not a woman, and it might be time to let a, take a back the seat. women. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Pete, no. take a back seat. No, I'm sick, getting tired of your cheating ways, trying to get to heaven in that Jesus yeah, that's name. All slurred. I know, and I understand. I'm gonna go to the RBI march. A woman. Stay in the kitchen. Stay in the kitchen. I'm with my sisters. My wife doesn't cook. My wife doesn't cook. Mario smells like shit. Take my wife. Let's go, Jets. That's what it sounds like to me.
No. Hey, hey. All right, let's move on. Thank you, Mario. Thank you for going down. Good job. Yeah, I was going to make a trip. But God damn it, it's not all about you, man. It's not. And Tommy, no, he was you, a, you fucking feed this I'm monster. Just a footnote in all this. Instead, of, you put the Instagram videos and all the shit up there, and it, you know, I mean, you know, I, I get it. It's great if it was just the show, but this is a serious issue, man. Oh, I'm trying it's to a serious issue. I'm trying to spotlight Mario because he's my yeah. light, guiding light in this whole situation. You're like I producing like, uh, the appearance. It's like producing an appearance. Oh, how about yeah, when I pee on job. the train, Tommy? Oh, crap. oh yeah. Let's he's talk. walking Did around. You really do that between the cars. The train. Turn me up. I was moving on the carpet. That's disgusting. No, no let's no. talk about that. Let's talk about that for a second. So we, we finally have a long day of protesting. Mario's, you know, using the megaphone. Way up, Tommy. I, I, it's, it's, you're just not hearing it. Yeah. And so all of a sudden we, we get in a packed train, and when we get there, it, he, only, how long was the wait to get on? That's what I'm saying. Each each train. Each Quickly. train took like 20 minutes to get to wait, and it would be packed. It doesn't matter. Escape. The point is Mario's walking get, around with a cup of his we, own piss. We sit down, and all of a sudden, he, I look behind him, and he's like, Tommy, give me your cup. And uh, he, he pees into an open cup, and then he can't dump it anywhere. Time, time, time. Ta- Tommy, first of all, I'm 55, and I have bladder issues. Yeah, I was when you drank a, a case, case a of beer. I'm sorry. Are you housebroken? Now. now you don't, no, no, no. don't pee on public transportation. The breakfast first of all, will do that. never spilled it, yeah. though. I have. Good. Avi is holding the bag up. Avi was great at this. He's holding the bag up so nobody can actually see. So and we'll be back Avi after this. Forward, and I have an empty red cup, <laughs> and I, I have to pee into it. But now there's no, in all of Washington's metro, there is no subway, there is no garbage can. So now yeah, I'm you holding know why? Because the cup. terrorists. People I'm like you. I'm holding the cup all the way. So now I pass Sicilian the security, terrorists. and I'm like, oh, they're going to bust me because I'm holding a cup of liquid, and I'm going to have to say... It is my urine, officer. I'm so sorry, but I had I to relieve 55, myself. I'm train. sick. This is what he does. He does. It, it, he's good at it. He he, he could talk his way out of it. He made it through like seven stops holding this cup. Of piss. Yeah, I, I'm totally disgusted. It is gross, I man. I was so it's way gross. Do watch just pee in a corner like a regular person? No, which it's doubly no corner. Dis- that was the classy way to do it. Can you go between cars? What was it's that, doubly disgusting because the metro has upholstered seats. Oh, oh, oh every drop went into the cup and was held by me until he I disposed of it in the proper way. Jody, I saw a video. Of him walking through the turnstiles, holding the cup, it. and it's like sloshing around. Yeah, See, don't so don't gross. come There's don't come to my museum, okay? They're gonna put your Polaroid on the wall. News, Tommy rocks. Hey, Tommy, what's in the news, buddy? We had enough. Can we just go straight to the Ryan game? Your state for me is unappealing. Team, the Ryan game this week is hold a cup of Mario's pee and try not to spill any. It's like Survivor. You have to stand on a thing on one leg. It's time for my bit called "My Car Is." It's the old Pat's Uber. Do it again, Tommy. What's in the news? Hey, motherfucker! Thank you. I love you. Please be quiet. Tommy's doing news. I shall be silent. Thank you. Good job. You will not be. Give me. Bring your megaphone here. Get the last word. It's Tommy's megaphone. Tommy, what's in the news? Well, ladies and gentlemen, as the political, I can't believe I'm like fighting to get to this. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> like this is the oasis. As the political climate, as the political climate, watershed. As the political climate in America ascends to unknown territory, political. one politically active body <laughs> is jumping in to save the day. Yes, in just the Wig Party. In just over 200 days, fans of the band Insane Clown Posse, colloquially known as colloquially known as Juggalos, colloquial what, will descend Juggalo. on Washington D.C. from all around the world. To protest their classification as a a gang by the FBI. Mm. In the wake of the Women's March on Washington, 
uh, and various international sister marches that brought millions of protesters together uh, and also a fight against Donald Trump. The Juggalo March is uh, moving ahead with plans whoop, whoop. to descend on the nation's capital. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going. Ahead. Showing Good support the, on know, September 16th. Juggalos get a lot of shit. They're right. Whatever. They're a bunch of dirtbags. Who cares? Let them go. They're like dead fans, like Pete. Yeah, why not? Yeah. You know, yeah. they're idiots. Yeah. And they're that's, dirty. And they smell. Yeah. Exactly. And that's, they wear clown makeup. Yeah. Peaceful. And, that's, and that's a march where uh, walking Peaceful. around with a cup full of urine would be appropriate. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> if you don't yeah. have one, you're out. But you know, Tommy would bat an eye. Tommy brings up a good floor? point here is in that, um, you know, if the government. gauge your behavior like an adult. If the government classifies a group of people as a gang. Like where do you, how do you legally uh, you know justify that? Are you a club? Are you a gang? Are you just saying like Walk anyone with clown makeup is in a gang? You you get into a civil rights issue here. Thank you. Civil. Civil. One of the king march was civil rights, apparently. A new website is launched on Wednesday, providing details on the march, including a mission statement, uh, where with places to stay and rules of conduct. <laughs> the site states that insane clown posse will be joined by. Uh, joined at the event by civil rights legends, two live crew, and politically minded Vanilla Ice, along with <laughs> many <Politically> others. Minded <laughs> Vanilla Ice Who is are... the most incongruous sentence you've ever said in your entire life. He doesn't know what incongruous means. And, Apolitically minded Vanilla Ice. Along <laughs> He's apolitical, all right. <laughs> with many others who are slated to perform at the concert following the march at the Jiffy Loop Live Amphitheater in Bristow, uh, Virginia. Brist That's really a Brist thing. Hey, I think, here, I have one of uh, two live crew's big political songs here. It's like almost like Public Enemy. It's if I could Luke. get it uh, past the skit. Palookaville. Ready? Here we go. Doing shows, doing tricks to make us holler on a given night, all for a dollar, selling phone brands, oil on the chest, not like us, but above the rest. Sway to the cars. I have a dream. <laughs> Isn't this part of the reason why we need a woman's march? It was the it was like the late eighties, early nineties. Oh, yeah, it was okay. I, pop. Yeah, I love that Miami baby. Hey, pop that pussy, baby, pop. pop that pussy. I hope my mother's listening, Mom. I'm sorry. I uh, don't condone this. Mom, I didn't write it. This is the, the, the best part about this song is like uh, sometimes I backspin on on Sirius in the car and like uh, Coletta will be like pumping on her way home from work. Then I'll get in the car like a day later and drive the kids to, to <laughs> soccer. And I'll be like, pop that pussy. Hey, pop that pussy. Man. I got to turn the radio down really fast. I should have I should have did that one on the megaphone, Tommy. <laughs> oh, Christ. Yeah, that would have gone down a treat. When that was uh, right after their uh, hit song, Let's Have Sex. When asked for a comment by TRN. With a woman. During a scheduled telephone interview, frontman Shaggy Two Dope simply blurted out, "Let's do this!" before accidentally <laughs> dropping the phone and abruptly ending the interview. More to come. Wait, you interviewed Shaggy Two Dope and er he hung up on you earlier? He dropped the phone and it ended the, the call. I think you're doing shit. Shaggy Two Dope spoke to TRNN. <laughs> too dope for this interview. I'm out of here. Uh, and this is another story coming out of. Actually, it doesn't say where it's coming out of. Um, in a remarkable. What? 
if not controversial feat. Good evening. Controversial. <laughs> Sorry. Scientists announced today that they have created the first successful human-animal hybrid. Successful. Ooh, I love hybrids. Yeah, I think it was an eagle and It's Mario. called a high bird, Tommy. The high bird. <laughs> high bird. The higher bird is Woody's guitar <laughs> that he had custom-made from the firebird. It's the higher bird. And has, it has, it has compartments for weed it's in got, it. It's got Indian design. It's a really nice Stop guitar. blowing up a spot. <laughs> the Surreal Project... Uh, officially proves that human cells can be introduced into a non-human organism, survive, and even grow inside of a host animal, in right. this case, pigs. So sure, pigs well, pigs, what? What are they pigs and with? humans probably pretty close. That's what they mix, pigs and humans, Mary. Yeah. That's the hybrid? Yeah, it's a human pig. That's like that Seinfeld <laughs> episode where, uh, the pig what's his pig name, man. finds the pig man, pig man right? Tommy Rockstar's disgusted. He just had a McPhil at McDonald's the other day. <laughs> I, mean, I thought maybe a pig and a bird. What the hell are you messing with man for? Yeah, well, Why not? according to this, it says... The biomass. What, oh. <laughs> what a pig! What a pig! What a pig! What a pig! What a mighty good pig! Mighty mighty good pig! That's the uh, the, the, the new uh, update they're working on. I'm sure it's web. According to this, the bio DreamWorks is doing that. It's full of fart jokes. <laughs> the biomedical advance has long. Biomedical. You're the pig. <laughs> has long been a dream of mad scientists around the globe and a quandary oh, has it? a quadri of non-mad scientists hoping to address a critical shortage of donors. I guess that Goebbels is all pissed off. And organs. Like, I can't believe I died before this shit happened. Uh, uh, this you is think a... those Nazis didn't combine a human and a pig like fucking 40 years ago? You're out of your mind. This is fake news, Tommy. This, no, it's real news. It's Pigs real. and humans together? That's not, He's tight. not possible. This, is a per, <laughs> this, as a person, is added to the national waiting list for organ national. transplants every 10 minutes. In fact, every day, 22 people uh, die on that list without an organ. He's tight. <laughs> prompting scientists to ask, what if... Uh, yeah, happy um, National Holocaust Remembrance Day, everybody. I'm sorry <laughs> that I had to play Guess that. tight. Guess tight. That sorry. sounds like a juggalo march to me that Ronald was there. It really is that Prom day. Prompting scientists to ask, Thank what if rather than relying on a generous donor, you could simply grow a custom organ inside an animal instead? Right. So, so you, yeah, you take, and, then, you, and then he spun around, turned on his Tesla coil, and screamed, "It's alive!" Oh. So they just then David put Bowie the organs out. from the animals into the humans. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, they're not you, combining a man and a pig. No, this has well, been going on are, for a while. No, no, Mario. Transplants where people get. Where people get pig oh, hearts. Like yeah, get pig people heart. with yeah. pig heads or pig no, mouths. Pig, mouths. pig man. Arms. I remember it's reading scary. Pig Man. Like, that was a great was book. Like, yeah. Pig, pig Man. That was, that was the Pink Floyd version. No, I think what Tommy's saying, Mario, is that uh, <laughs> you get a human heart uh, or, 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 or some... Some kind of uh, <laughs> some kind of a uh, you know some hybrid of, of that. <laughs> Grow it inside a pig's yep. body. Inside a pig's body. Because the DNA is pretty probably pretty the close. DNA the organs are probably close. Well, <laughs> that's the worst foreigner song I've ever heard. <laughs> it's a pig man. <laughs> He's sitting in the sky. He's got the similar DNA. That concept is now one step closer to reality. <laughs> Dark meat was my favorite last. David Bowie out. <laughs> As an international... And who knows... This is my swan song. ever can fly... My swine song. <laughs> Dark Meat by David Bowie. <laughs> A concept album about pigs and death. As an international team of researchers led by chief Ro uh, Romanian... Knows? As, I have uh, cancer of the ego. <laughs> uh, led by chief Romanian scientist Dr. 
Igor Borinsky. Oh, boy. Uh, oink, oink, boy. <laughs> and boss Scott. <laughs> what was his we name? Dr. Platter, Igor Porkinsky? <laughs> Igor Borinsky. Mr. Alligator? He's on high. Dr. Dr. Igor's team created what's known Dr. Igor. Dr. Igor. I drink the fake blood. What is your reading, master? Eternal life. My name is Dr. Igor Borinsky. (laughs) Did you know the pig has 17 breasts? I will meet you, but I'm only free after 6.30. According to this, Dr. (laughs) Visit my office on the best meat. 55th Street and East 2nd Avenue. <laughs> According to Dr. Igor. <laughs> Soon to move. Thank you, further uptown. The Romanian's team. I've been priced out. The rent is too damn Created what's it known owned me. scientifically as Chimera, an organism that contains cells from two different species. Jason Chimera, number 25. <laughs> uh, Dracula from Transylvania. Right on you. What is it, but Dracula? Chimera. In the past, human animal uh, Chimera have been uh, beyond reach. Uh, such experiments are currently ineligible for public funding. So thank you, Kyle. As Borinsky's team relies on private donors. It took Dr. Igor more than 40 collaborators over four years to figure out how to make a human it's animal like a Mel Brooks movie. hybrid. <laughs> 40 monkeys at 40 typewriters and typing I, away. Yeah. <laughs> but the group is positive. It was the best of times. It was it the blurst of times. I don't know why he's Transylvanian all of a sudden. <laughs> and now for my final story. By the way, Donald Trump uh, has built a wall around Transylvania. Breaking news. <laughs> Just Tommy, so you know. Keep the bats out. I am afraid of that, actually, Mary. Yeah. Have they taken down your website? It'd be funny if they deported your dad. He's been here for like 80 years. <laughs> yeah, real funny. This I'm is not surprised. <laughs> He's flying home on his own. Mm. Or if they deported my wife. This is Imagine. my final story. It's out of Italy. <clears throat> <laughs> now we get to goof on them. <laughs> now, we all, now we all get to try out our yeah. Italian accent. <laughs> when Italy held a nationwide referendum on... When Italy held a nationwide referendum on government reform this December, famed actress and model... Paola Saulini uh, vowed to personally blow everyone yeah. who voted no on the referendum. Nice. It's a true story, by the way. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Uh, now, now I that, was there. Now that the no's have prevailed, the woman is putting her mouth to where her mouth is. And uh, as she travels <laughs> she's the country... She's putting her nose elsewhere. <laughs> oh! As she co- travels the countryside making good on her promise. She wow. sucks the blood <laughs> of the baby's penis. From Berskaline. Oh, what was the no vote like on the time? We'll get to that. We'll get to that. As documented on her Instagram, the politically motivated model embarked on a 22-day Pompa tour, with Pompa or Pump being... Pompadour. Italian slang for sucking dick. Oh, that's good. Earlier in January oh, to I service. I saw the pop it was uh, one guy had a stand-up bass. Mm-hmm. Told him to turn down. <laughs> well, yeah, they used to play all the time with the, the strokes. You see the guy from, uh, uh, Pat, you see the guy from the Stray Cats, the bass player, is like running around doing all the Stray Cats song with his fucking stand-up bass oh, by, no. his, by himself. What's that guy's name? Uh, Slim Jim Phantom. No. No, no. It is Slim Jim Phantom. I should know. Is I it? Played, I yeah. played those no, guys this guy's, I know Slim Lee Jim. Lee Rocker? Yeah, Lee Rocker. Lee Rocker. What is he, like later? Wait, was that no, the Rock no, Cats? no, it's the three of them. Yeah, Lee Rock, the Rock he does Cats, a whole right? solo. To, shut up. 
I don't know. I know a lot about rock. rock he's Billy. playing uh, like uh, in Long Island or something. And, like he, he runs around doing the straight cats. <laughs> he's he's around. He's going like boom, 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 boom. He's busy. If you can hear the rest of this, it's straight cat strut. Yeah. <laughs> he can't. He can't really stand up on top of the bass like he used to. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he needs a boost. Yeah, exactly. He needs a boost. <laughs> he got a new hip. There's a guy like from Long Island with, with, his, with his hands. Intertwined together, grabbing his foot and boosting Stage him over hand. the fence. Go ahead, Tommy. Sorry. In a recent update, he's got a, he's on got Instagram, yellow pages on the floor. Stray cats running almost. Ladies cat. Something fin. I'm a fat, fat, fat. Yeah. CW post. The Italian model wrote on Instagram, "Quote." He plays that riff live, by the way. Go ahead, Tommy. Sorry. Uh, she wrote on Instagram, quote, first step of the Pompa tour is done. Schnapoli won. Great day. <laughs> Schnapoli walks into a bar. He says to Friedman. Mouth is a little tired, but everything is okay, she concluded. Uh, the Italian uh, start, uh, The Italian star also posted a nude selfie that, that seemed directed at her haters with a caption reading, It takes balls. Good morning. Shh. Fuck. Fuck you, ass, and my ass wow. is better than your face. Wow. Wow. That's so By the way, speaking cool. of the Italian... That, that, was, that was what Mario was shouting out of his about? megaphone. <laughs> <laughs> what is the vote on? There's no vote. Did we'll get I get to it. You okay. haven't gotten to Speaking the of the yet? Italian star, I've been on a free newspaper kick lately. I picked up... I went to a... a uh, fucking what's that? Uh, uh, what's the name of that hamburger joint? Jacks. No, Shake Jacks. Five guys. Come on, help me, Jody. Five nap. Jackson Hole. Jackson. Why? It's horrible oh, and it's dude. way expensive. But listen, my kid likes. It was his birthday. Did Shut you up. have a good cup of coffee? I, I picked up the Queen's Courier, the Queen's Tribune, the Bayside Times. What about the Chronicle? I picked up Chronicle. the Queen's Chronicle, the Wave. I picked Woodside up the Village Herald. Voice today. That's a lot in, of papers, dude. Dude, wow. I'm a free well payment maniac. Metro AM what, did you New buy York. A parrot? <laughs> why, you, why do you have all these free papers? Jody, can you explain to me the legality uh, quickly? How, how does AM New York and Metro just like repost uh, Reuters and Washington Post articles <laughs> because and they, make it? They subscribe to the wire Reuters. services. That's Reuters. what they're for. Yeah, but they they, they, they credit they, they credit them. But they, can they make a newspaper and sell advertisements and that's that? how yeah, by using doing. other people's articles? That's the magic of TRNN. Oh, you're right. I should keep my fucking <laughs> right. mouth shut here. Blowing it up. All right, thank you. Selena, who's in her late twenties, says that crazy. she has sold the exclusive rights to her story to a television company, which will make a documentary about her travels. She will embark on a second <laughs> leg of her Pompa tour on February first. <laughs> well, this might seem. Lee Rock is on the second leg of his pompadour. <laughs> hey, Mario. Lee, this... Rock, Lee Rock is on the second leg of his base. This, oh. <laughs> this part's for you, Mario. <laughs> While this might seem like a lighthearted, weird news story, <laughs> the referendum on Salino's mouth helped defeat. Uh, hey, I got a referendum on my mouth. Yeah, what's, oh! the vote? what's the vote? It Tommy? helped. Her referendum helped defeat. Would have. Would. Wait, hold on. Yeah, okay. Uh, oh made establishment parties that with powerful it's got an erection. that are more powerful in powerful. ways designed to quell the rise of the new populist groups like the party led by comedian Beppe Gorillo. He's good. Gorilla. Uh, that fuses far left and far right parties. Did you ever notice how that opposes austerity? food is hates free trade deals and globalization and wants to crack down on immigration. Right. But that's not yeah. good. The, yeah. the populist movement is not a good thing. Is I know. That's, she beat that down. Well, oh, she's it, it, it is good. It was it low jobs. Other things. Yeah, it was a fine thing when Bernie scary. Sanders is running. It's not scary when, when the populist, populism is correct. Yeah. Oh, well, yes. Well, Bernie Sanders right should have done that. Yeah. If the populist movement <laughs> is of the right mind, 
Ortega and Cassette wrote a, a great Uh-oh. novel called The Revolt of the Masses. And that's what it speaks of. When the popular, the popular majority is not really, does not really have good ideas, then yeah, the but country, that's, the world is in trouble. Of course, that's why referendums are, you know, if there were referendums against slavery, we would ne- it would never end. People are idiots, is the whole worried. point. <laughs> the founding fathers knew this. They go, hey, man, people are dumb. Well, John, Fuck them. According to this, that's the news. That's the news. Thank you, Tommy. Good Ooh. job. Tommy, as long as you keep broadcasting, I'll keep listening. Right. Don't let them shut you down. You're right, Mario. Thanks, Mario. I'm worried. I'd like to make a public statement. Very quick. I'm a little worried, and I want to say I have not now, or nor have I ever been a member of the Communist Party. <laughs> <laughs> Get my dinner from a garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> I used to hang out with those guys, for real. Levi and the Rock Cats as well. Really? Was a big Billy guy back in the, back in the uh, 80s there. I used to jam on the bongos. It's, like, while it's so percussive <laughs> that you, you can have a fretless bass because if you hit the wrong the note, no one fucking yeah. notices because it just oh. sounds like a drum. Yeah. All right, Ryan, what's the game, baby? Oh, Ryan, plug me in. Going late. Plug me in. Plug you in. From a barrage in Queens, New York, it's time to play the Ryan game, (laughs) where we expose these smartasses for the dumbasses they really are. Here's your host, Ryan. The best I can do. Oh wait, we gotta figure this out. Come on, Tommy, help. Is that right? No, wait a second. I think I might be wrong. What's the cable? We got the whole thing out. All right, Ryan. I'm plugging in. Every week, Ryan. Picks a game for us, and then we, have we no play idea that game. What it's going to be? And we, we don't know what it's going to be. Yes, by the way, you're listening to live from the broadcast and radio. Nope, you're Tommy Ryan. Type game. Everybody else. Yeah. Now you see the light. Every week, Tommy comes in and complains about the wiring. We never know what it's going to be. Tommy's still thumbing through his news like it's not over. <laughs> no, it's over. Another week in the books. Every week I throw it in the garbage. I go, it's over. <laughs> I do. These should be oh, by the way, I, I, I listen. I listen, I have nothing. I have so many things to do. You guys got to throw out all your garbage. This place has to be spotless clean at yeah. the end of the night. Leave no trace. Thank you. Leave Look no trace. You, Mario. Mario. What's in the game, Ryan? Better than I'm you found it. Take it home with me. I clean as I go. I always throw the news out. Mario takes home things that aren't his. Like I will take Jameson. my urine and I, did, I will leave. I didn't know. What's in the game, Ryan? You know, you could at least like pee in a hole in the wall and goes behind the garage. Like a classy person, you know. Pee in a hole is my favorite uh, Alice in Chains song. (laughs) You can only dream. Pee in a hole. I was going to say humble pie. Humble pie. Humble. Pee in a hole. All right, let's play the first five seconds. Oh, shit. I love this game. All right, so the object of this game is I'm going to play the first five seconds of a song. And uh, (laughs) everybody gets one shot to yell out what it is. All right. All right. Oh, this is a yellow. I love name, this game. Got to name the uh, song and the artist. Okay. Gotcha. And right. begin. Yep. All right. There it goes. Oh, sorry, it? sorry. John Cage, <laughs> 433. <laughs> Ryan, uh, this is you if you want to control the, your volume. This, okay. this knob here. So this let's hope right that works right there. All right. Here we go. And begin. My level's up. Turn your phone volume up, man. Hey, give me a little more juice on that. Right. I got you all the way. So right back after a word from our sponsor. Right, stop talking. All phone on. volume all the way up. One more time. Yeah, all the way. Cord plugged in all the way. All Peter the way. Framtron. Right. Boom, 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 boom. 
Well, this isn't going very well. Is I'm it? a lady's cat. Here's the second song. You want to try the second song? Yeah, I just did. Hmm. Cat strike. Hard Day's Night. That's as oh, loud no. as it gets, I guess. It's the Who. Couldn't Why hear should I care? 515? Yellow Big Road? That's right, 515. Uh, I gave it away there. Jesus. Wow, this is low. Yeah, man. No, it, that's you, dude. What the no, fuck? I've been playing music the whole time. Don't tell me. This is some. I just wanted to shake your shit. <laughs> shake your we shit. Could, we point? could try to shit. move a. It might the be point? the only point. I might have to. Uh, I don't know. I should get a point for the John Cage comment because it was fucking funny. How about you? Funny. Funny. That oh, you said John Cage oh, when there was I nothing. I said yeah. John you get Cage four thirty. That's funny. Yeah. I'm trying to sing it. <laughs> no, it's 533 or something. 515. Yeah. 515. By the who? That's correct. Who got it? You're not going to know most of these, Mario. So. Who got it? I knew Me. Patrick got it. Yeah, who got it? All right, ready? I'm sorry, Here's my plosives. That's going to be quiet. I'll try to turn it up. Oh, it's Twisted, oh, Twisted Sister. By Alice Cooper. By Alice Cooper. Nope. Twisted Sister. I got it right. Um... The, the, I'm 18. The fucking knife or some shit. What's it called? Uh, knife in the back. The promise. The angel. Uh, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. The fuck is that? One more time. It's fucking Twisted Sister. Whipping post number 30. <laughs> is, nice job, number 30 on the traffic. Whipping post. <laughs> Whipping post. The name of that song is Burn in Hell by Twisted oh, Sister. Oh, oh, in hell. Under the blade. See, no. No half point? I just know the part that's in the Pee Wee. Yeah. No half points? point. Man, I oh, give me a half point? Song? Give oh, me a half okay. point. I swore that was 18 by Alice right, Cooper. Here's the next one. All right. Everyone be quiet. All right. We're going to turn you up. Yeah, this one doesn't want to play at all. All right. I'm just going to skip that one. You're pretty good Too at bad. This. That was... Uh, that was Guns N' Roses, Tommy. Yeah, that was Guns N' Roses. Oh. Axel didn't want to play at all. Yeah. That was Guns N' Roses whip, whipping post. We'll be canceled. back here live from the barrage. W. The show got canceled at yeah. six. Axel, Axel didn't want to play at all. Axel, Axel. got in a whirly bird and got the fuck out of here. Here's the next one. Oh, James Bond. Goldfinger. Goldfinger. Shirley Bassey. Nope. No. Hopper Broccoli. Nope. Oh, God. You only live twice. Oh no! I know what it is. I answered, I answered already, so I can't. Go ahead, throw it out there. Go it's go it's uh it's a uh, Frank Sinatra song, isn't it? Um, Goldfinger. Yeah. That, that, crazy, that crazy, that crazy, crazy, bastard. Goldfinger stuck his finger somewhere I don't like. At James Bond, he's spying all over. My finger smells like Shirley MacLaine. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus God. <laughs> Ava, Mia, <laughs> I got a young Austin Mia. Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me. There you go. <laughs> Anybody got it? Goldfinger. No, it's, it's not, not gold, Goldfinger. It's not Goldfinger. Thunderbow. Thunderbow is correct. Really? Who uh, sings it? No, I read it off the uh, chat box. Yeah. Can't take credit. Who sings right, it? I thought they were joking. Voice. Shirley Bessie. No idea. Who sings it? It's, it's a bunch of horns. It's Tom Jones. <laughs> Tom Jones. Oh. Thunderball. <laughs> is he dead yet? No. No. Tom Jones is awesome. He's got many yeah. more panties to sniff. All right. Got another one for you. Here he goes. Ah, oh. Papa was a rolling yeah. stone. Temps. Temptation. Wherever By he who? laid his hat. Yeah. was The only good song about fathers. Oh. Mario stole your uh, stole band from you. 
You're the best around? Split it. No, Jody got it. Jody got it. Because you stole it. Larry got, got, got the band. Oh. I'm willing to Mario split it. It's the band, cool. she got the song. All right, Jody. That's ah, okay. That's socialist. Third of September. All right. I have never been a communist, by the way. Next one. Papa was a dick. Ride, ride those faders, Ryan. I'm trying, man. I, you, I can't Ryan. play the game. Let Ryan do it. Yeah, I'll do it. No, I got it. Oh, Sarah Smile. Sarah Smile by Hall and Oates. Hall and Oates is Quiet <laughs> Storm. Do I get a half? Do I go halves? What am I doing? No. Pete, what are you, you talking about? Who gets it, Pat? I Pete. Do. I now Pete notes. got that. Your microphone's been off for six months. Pete, you got <laughs> the whole mm-hmm. You got the whole Oh, point. kit and caboodle. All right. You take the tie with Pat. Cool. That's my feeder cold by Patrick Walsh. Let's see who goes the right way on this one. Oh, uh, Beastie Boys. Superfly. Uh, no, Superfly. Oh, it's Superfly. Curtis Mayfield. There you go. Bam, but that one. Right? I'm a little bit. Not Beast. I know bam, somebody said Superfly. Superfly. Come on. How do you not? You got to know Superfly over the All Eggman. Right. Jody, I'm giving you half. How do, how do I know what it's going to play? It could be. Thank it you. could turn into that. All right. Dude, you got to listen to more soul music for Tommy Rockstar. Okay. That ain't no Eggman. That's fucking. That's Curtis. Ooh. Fucking Curtis. <laughs> what if it turned into that? I love that song. I am he as you are me. That's not Eggman. Not Eggman. <laughs> the Eggman. I Let's the Eggman. go, Ryan. Next. Coke, right, more and more, I'm thinking about love. I have never heard no this song in my life. Idea. Oh, yeah? That'd be, uh, that's Shaken Stevens. Are they playing Westbury next week? <laughs> I put Shaken Stevens on my chicken. They are definitely chicken. fucking going, I'll tell you that. <laughs> my chicken cutlets. I put Shaken Stevens in Nobody my bathtub and do my laundry. What is it? <laughs> Association. It's a cheap trick. Oh. Oh. Baby, baby loves yeah. to rock. Oh, okay. I cannot I believe oh, Jody didn't the get that. I should yeah. be ashamed. Jody, oh. what are you doing? You take, a, take a point away from me for not I don't think I got a Jody, fucking point. you have one point. I'm going to leave Ta- it You got to take it away. Number 30, oh. guys. Oh. Next. Here's next one. Oh, uh, don't Joel. ask me why by Billy Joel. All for Come on. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, okay. Give me a point. Tommy, who got it? John. Me. Bay City Rollers. Wait, oh. I said it too. Yeah, but I said it first, bitch. Uh, Whoa. Jesus. Sorry. No. I thought I was talking to Tommy. March on Washington. <laughs> oh, I'm going to edit that out of the show. Yeah. Sorry, Ryan, John. Shall I stop? Nice tell you these no, it was not nice. I'm not sorry. very gentleman. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 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 He didn't mean it like that. I'm drunk. I'm slurring. I love you, Jody. It's okay. All right. Pete has the lead with one and a half. And a bunch of you are tied with one. I'm in love with you. And me and Tommy and the chat box have a hat. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Let's Christ. move on with the game. Go ahead, Ryan. Here's the next one. Mm-hmm. That's the Beatles with... um. Uh, I saw her standing there. No, <laughs> no, no. no. Uh, uh, nine. Uh, one after 909. Number nope. nine. Nope. It was live. They never did that. Maybe so. No, no, no. Out the skelter. No? I know. She's uh, a woman. My love. She's, She's a, a woman. woman. Damn it. I want to get the band. Can we split? John, you get oh, oh, now you want to split. John, okay. Why? We didn't split before because I, I got them both in a row. Jody, you're a three way tie <laughs> with Pete, Jody, and John. One and a half each. You're the best. You're the best around. Life from the Barrage. I think I got one more. All right. ACDC. Nobody ever knows which one. It's the, <laughs> it's the it's dog about. It's the top it, if you want to rock and roll. Tommy, Tommy, not, now it's a four-way tie. You got to keep going. Oh, yeah? Wait, Tommy got that? Yeah. yeah. What was the song? Give him the dog about. Nice Ooh, good job, good Tommy one. Rockstar. Deece, dude, the Deece. Which is, yeah, which is one of their titles I've really taken umbrage with. It's a euphemism. 
All of it is. Oh, is it? Is it code for shit? For boning. <laughs> My favorite ACDC euphemism is let me have sex with you <laughs> in your vagina. Ball breaker. Balls deep. Weirdest... Let me put my penis into your vagina. <laughs> Weirdest ACDC song, I Come Feel on, Safe in New York City. Never got that song. Yeah. Next. We need a winner. It's a four-way tie. I'm going to give this to the winner. Is it Let's do it. We've got a minute left. Let's go. All right. Uh, let me go into my list here. And I be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst time to like stall. I know. It's over. Well, tuna cans getting mad. <laughs> One minute. Come on, just put One a minute. song on your magic on. box. Let's go. Okay, ready? Here we go. All right, here goes. I'll just play this. That is a hat. Peter Frampton. Venom live at City Gardens. <laughs> <laughs> Everly Brothers. Oh, oh it's Into the Mystic by Van Morrison. Ooh, good one. Yeah. Oh, oh, John, oh yeah, I can't believe it. Jody, I will split the winning with you. Because no, 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 you yeah. can have it all. It's fine. You don't have to split with me. Thank you, everyone. Anyone, anything uh, to plug? Uh, are we done? Thank Sore you. loser. Stick around for Tuna Can Jones. I gave you an award, sir. Thank. You. What is that? A medal? It's a major award. At, uh, Woodlock. <laughs> like what you shoot for? Fragile. It's Italian. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Jody. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Tommy Rockstar. Thank you, Mario. Thank you, Pete. Thank you. And uh, thank you, we'll Phil. see you next week with. Thank you all. We'll see you next week with Mr. King. That's actually in two That's weeks. That's amazing. From now. Live in the studio. Oh, thank you, everyone. It's in two weeks from now. That's no, be it's great. one week. Oh, no, Mario, you coming? Wrong. I'm coming on time. Oh, it is two weeks from now. Next week's my birthday. Yeah, Not that's right. To, I don't mean to mention that. You the birthday episode, baby. Yeah, you got your birthday present already. Shut up. <laughs> Best birthday present ever. I have an Italian model coming in to blow all of you. <laughs> I am in. Good night. Thank you. Good night. Denim and leather brought uh, us all together. Mary Tyler Moore. But it was you that set the spirit free. Good night. Because the light was on. Live from the Barrage, brought to you by Stony Brook Farms, Lacto-Ovo Eco-Friendly Farms.